Hey, everybody. Good morning. Hello, Trisha. Did you do something, Joe, with the uh, the sound? It sounds really good today. It does sound good. Hey, Ben. Hey, Jerry. Karen. Angie from the UK. Check, baby. Check, baby. Welcome into the Friday show, canceltheshow.com, free for all Friday. The first hour, we're going to uh, talk about the fix for crumbling cities. Um, Paul Barry III is going to come in. That'd be a good time. The nine o'clock hour will be all over the place. We'll have some fun there. Love Fridays. Uh, once Love you get, Fridays. Jump in. Jump in with us today. If there's crazy stuff that's going on that you want to talk about too, if anything's got you going, anything you wonder about, anything you think that should be talked about. What? I hear a... Testing. I think that was my phone. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was like, echo, <laughs> echo, 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 echo. Was that two years ago or three years ago when... One of Morgan Wallen's, the country superstar's neighbors, videotaped him when he was drunk. Oh, that's and right. That's used, right. I think it was about two years ago. Just using the N-word with his, with his friends. Yeah, I heard that. My daughter. No, it was Hope, three years ago. Had to have been three years ago. Uh, my daughter, Hope, was at his concert last night. Oh, that's the reason I bring it up, because mm-hmm. he's, the biggest, uh, he's the biggest star going now yeah. in the country. That's pop, country, you name it. Yeah. Um, he's selling more tickets, making more money than anybody in America. And I couldn't remember if that yeah, was two is. years or three years after. I had forgotten about that the incident. Well, I had my son was there last night too. That t- uh, tickets were, was he? I thought tickets were in the hundreds, hundreds of dollars at Bush Stadium. Yeah, and it's it's a great topic even for St. Louis and national because. Uh, Morgan is traveling the country. I mean, he's not Taylor Swift-esque, but he's close. Correct. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, people trying to get to those damn Taylor Swift. And I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan because of the... There's just a lot of demonic things going on at her Correct. concerts. And people go, oh, you're just crazy. She's just trying to have fun. No, there's some, there's some stuff. There's some witch things going on. Correct. And if you break down what's happening... No, I, I'm not. My daughter went to that one too, and I. She but Chicago, me why I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't thrilled for the same reason you are. Chicago, and then this weekend in Kansas City, massive, yeah. massive deal. Um, I had a friend who bought a twenty-five thousand uh, dollar box, and was able to sell each of the tickets individually, and so they sell the tickets individually. <laughs> individual and made and made about three thousand dollars okay and paid for their own three or four tickets oh wow wow that's i mean if you have money it takes money to make money correct but they but they did that then sold the tickets made three thousand and paid for all four of their tickets in kansas city that's ingenious i'll tell you that but anyway that was but massive massive morgan wallen concert uh tons of people at that it was a big deal last night um yeah sherry adams said travis scott's concert 
was satanic. People died. Zero charged. Yeah, zero yeah. charged. That came out last week. That is very true. Um, some of that white privileged. Um, so anyway, uh, during the 9 o'clock hour today, just uh, let us know or let us know. We'll be writing down anything that you want to get to in that Friday uh, free-for-all deal that we have. Um, Let's see here. Testing, testing. Good morning, Sharon, Sherry, and Karen. Paul, good morning to you. Jerry, good morning as well. <clears throat> um, oh, Jerry, I saw that you said YouTube hasn't posted you live. Yeah, we're, we're down for a second on you. We may be down until Monday for YouTube. We'll keep you posted. Um, we don't want to jump in on certain things, but um, we're not sure exactly. We're trying why. to find out. Yeah. So either go to Rumble or stay on Facebook, one or the other. And and YouTube, we were very very high yesterday on YouTube. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. We got quite a few listeners on there now, but so for today, go on Rumble, Facebook, or some other platform. As you know, we have many many platforms. No, Joe, I was trying to figure out why I didn't see much blue behind Lizzie. Are we brighter today than normal? It's actually the camera needs to come down a little bit. You'd see it if, like, she wasn't... I, I'm I an Eric spot the camera. today. What happened? Is it just because of her height compared it, yeah, to... Yeah, it's because of her height. Oh, and then Eric, Eric will be in there. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to stand on my tiptoes? Like, no, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to get you something to stand on, that's for sure. Right, when I'm on Eric's That's spot. what the show before the show is. You Correct. know what? I had, but I had multiple anchors. What the heck I don't want to mess with the camera because he'll be in after a while. Hold on so. a second. Vic, it's a mosquito. It is a mosquito. Of course, leave it to David to say that. It probably is a mosquito. I don't even understand the joke. I don't either. Half the time I don't understand his jokes either, but I laugh anyway because I have to. What is he, your husband? Yeah. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's like, you know, pretty... <laughs> All shit's going, <laughs> breaking down. Shit is going on. The, the, the show free today. beside the show. How long is that? It's a good thing it's the show before the it, show. Right, it's the show before the show. So if anybody's tuning in now and sees all these I got a lot of antics, discounts when we put this together. <laughs> including the, the show worst, before the show. You no, know, we did a pretty good job of putting this together. The worst thing were these fucking chairs. You want this chair over here? These chairs are terrible. Uh, that one's more like the one that he has. So, okay. Yeah, well, we could put it over there and... In my spot and the guest spot, if you want to. Okay. It's always right. good. We got pieces of the chair falling. <laughs> we, got, we got Monday gremlins on a Friday. Right. We do have Monday gremlins on a Friday. Oh my gosh. Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know. It might be my favorite part of the show because oh, it just I like shows. This. this is more comfortable. Yeah. Well, there you go. That was a good change. No. So your butt feels better. Yeah, well, yeah. The legs. All, all of it. Okay. Good. Good. <sighs> Where was it? Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. You know what I think about that? My daughter got tickets just yesterday. Yeah, I broke the chair. Something. A whole bunch of Wait a minute, she just bought Wait, she bought tickets yesterday yeah, to go to Bush Stadium? Yeah, she said a whole bunch Ask of tickets. Ask her how much they were. Uh, she told me. They were they were like $75. That's it? Yes, and it was Were they like sitting way way high? Oh yeah, way way high, but they opened up a whole block of tickets at the end for whatever reason. I don't know what the reasoning behind. Some speculation was Morgan Wallen knows people are buying and selling 
the tickets and they don't get any profits for it. So some of his biggest fans can't even come. Okay. Don't know if that's true. That's just what I was told. Joe, I know we were taking care of issues there. When you go back, uh, we can go ahead and start the show. Okay. We'll do that. Thank you, Joe, for fixing my problems. <laughs> the honest moments of the show are best. That's why we do the show before the show. I love it. It just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, doing your thing, thing. Okay, I'm about ready to land to my eldest son. Okay, he graduated in May. <clears throat> He's getting ready to go to Mizzou, study business. Um, recently, when he has stayed the night at friends' houses, he has not freaking called me or texted me. That's kind of our rule, our law. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the law. Hey, you little MFer, you better freaking text me and let me know if you're spending the night. He wasn't calling you an MFer. He was calling his son an MFer. <laughs> I saw the look on Paul's face. I'm, I'm pissed. My kids are out at uh, Miss Missouri, so I had to drive oh. from Columbia. Yes. I'm, so I'm yes. tired. I bet but, you I would, are t- but I've been waiting to do this. Yeah. Well, well, we're glad I, you're we'll here. get to Paul in just a little bit. I'm just pissed at. I'm going to text him right now. Right. I just wanted to clear that up. He wasn't calling you an MFer. <laughs> I Can just woke call- in. You saw my face. I was like, what did I, I did. Do? I saw your Can face. Can we call my son live? <laughs> Yes, and let's do it. him not know? Yes. See if he'd answer. Oh, please, Joe. I don't even know. No, you know what? We have to get the phone back up over there. Yeah, yeah but you can say. still call on your phone and put it, it up, put it up to here. Mic, yes, yeah. I mean, yes, we've done that before. I can do it right here before we start the show. Do it. So, oh, yeah. We love it. We need to, like, do I hope he doesn't say. Any, I hope he doesn't say anything really bad. <laughs> well, right. it's not like we have the FCC. Here, I'm going to call him. He doesn't know. He may be pissed. Of course he is. No, I want him to know my voice. Oh, let me do it. I don't. Paul, I can't screw him that bad. I'm just <laughs> I can't screw him. He's an MF friend. You screwed him. Don't say anything. Let me say first. No, I, he'll be pissed, Paul. I've got to do this myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. He must have had a late night. Drake, why didn't you text me and let me know you were spending a night somewhere? I texted you. And I, and I didn't tell you. I told you. What time did you call me? No, no, I'm not calling you. I told you before I left. Earlier, I, I said I was spending the night at Suns because we we're going to a concert. Oh, okay. I don't remember that then, but I trust you on that. Then I made a mistake. Because we're going to concert, I'm, I'm just going to chill at Suns because I'm not going to drive home at like twelve o'clock. All right. How was Morgan Wallen? It was great. It was really, really fun. It was really good. All right. It was you like look sold out. Yeah, that's what I heard. You look good in boots. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. I, he says he told me earlier. I don't remember. He probably did. He wouldn't lie to you. No, you he's good. That. My kids have been great. And my daughter, that was that was a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> I understand. Growing up, the, the girls, that was tough. Um, no, but for the most part, I've got really, really, really good kids. Um, that's, that's worked out. So anyway... I was going to say, yeah, I, I don't remember him telling me that, but it makes sense. Um, his girlfriend's mom's amazing. See, he got to go to Maine last week. Maine? I've never been to Maine. Yeah, That's so where I want to go more the than family, anywhere Yeah, else. her family took him to Maine, so he got to see these guys. Was it great? You ready to go, buddy? Yeah. I was just I was just filling time. All right, let's go ahead and start a pro, Joe.
Hey guys, welcome into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks, coasting and running the live chat as she always does. Eric Johnson on his way in. We'll get to Paul Berry III in just a little bit, local businessman who says he's going to solve all the issues of crime riddled cities, the crumbling cities like St. Louis, all in the next um, 45 minutes to 50 minutes, or he'll never be allowed back on the show again. So we, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're expecting all that to happen. It is a Friday. It's a free for all Friday. Uh, With that being said, for our nine o'clock hour, we got a couple things, but jump in. It's your show. This is all about you guys. You know that we entertain, we inform, we love the aspect of this podcast where you're live, and that's why the show has grown and been so popular in a short amount of time. It's because of you guys. Let us know what's got you going. Anything making you think twice about anything? Uh, I completely disagree with Tabitha now about the whole plane episodes after seeing a guy. And Britain lose his shit, <laughs> saying that guy's not real. Maybe there's something going on. That, Tabitha, your aliens have arrived, or yes, maybe they're method actors. Maybe they're trying to train us because we know we don't trust the government when it comes to that stuff. But what? When, whenever somebody says they're not real, not real in what way? I don't know. Like the, not real people. Um, reptilian. The reptile. The reptiles are here. I don't know. Have you seen those videos coming out of China? Oh my God, what videos are you talking about now? There's just some weird stuff going on. There's some videos I was watching last night coming out of China talking about the zombie virus. Have you heard about that? No. I I don't believe any of it. I don't think any of it's real, but I'm like, there's so many weird things going on in the world right now. And you don't know what to believe and what not to believe. (laughs) But I will never believe there are unreal people ever on airplanes. The AI Terminators on flights. Uh, okay, it is cancel this, cancel this show.com. Hey, as we get started, first of all, we're going to come right back up with Paul, but if you could just check out our partners uh, coming up on the show, this we're going to get deep down, hopefully not too dirty, when it comes to these crumbling city situations, the nine o'clock hour. Can't wait for it. We'll get into all of that coming up as well. Also, remember to check out all of our social media pages. Uh, cancel this live on Instagram, blowing up. Um, John Rourke's been really keeping in contact with us, too. We talked to him last week, uh, the guy who became so popular being on Tucker Carlson, Operation Cleanup. Uh, nobody knows the borders better, as, as good as this guy. He's been there 10 times just in the last two and a half years. Uh, he's been watching us, keeping uh, posted, sending me videos, loves what we're doing. I love it. We'll also get into Hunter's Cocaine a little bit. Uh, or is it Kamala's Cocaine? The media trying to pin it on Kamala now. That's how I see it. Could Kamala be uh, doing the white powder as well? Anyway, we'll get into all of that. Tabitha's going to get all pissed off when she finds out that a pizza delivery guy got pissed off for a small tip. I saw that video. But is a 25% tip small? No. No. Hell no, it's not. And people are getting... It's our selfish society. People are getting way too carried away with tips Tips. and and all of that stuff. It's I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I hear too, Joe. There was some sort of... Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's not from me. We hear you. We hear you. The echo. The echo. There's an echo. Um, not sure what it is. Well, I it's started off. Phone. I started off today in a bad mood because I had an accident last night, which we'll get into. Oh. Okay, we'll get into it. Rob, hey, let's pop the. Uh, let's go ahead and show our sponsors. We'll come back with Paul and uh, start this Friday show off. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. 
So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100-plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely, Rockwood, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your Rockwood charcoal, Marco. Wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Sparks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome back into canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe running the boards. Paul Barry, the third, here to talk with us about what the hell is going on in St. Louis and other crumbling cities. But first, uh, we want to give a special shout out to Complete Auto Body Repair, our show sponsor, Curtis Barks and the crew. Uh, living the dream over there. All kinds of people from the show taking their vehicles over there, getting great advice, uh, even being told, hey, we're not going to charge you for things today. We're not going to try to take your money, go somewhere else, do this, do that. Just wait a little bit. Love Curtis when he does that. Of course, complete auto body repair. Um, besides complete auto body repair, remember, Renewal by Anderson. It is the season. It's free to get a quote. Go to our website, canceltheshow.com. Go to our partners. Click on their page. You can get a free quote. You can phone them. You can just fill out the little list. That can do that as well for you. Also, you can always check out Greenlight Dispensaries, as we've told you about them, our Weed Wednesday segments. Go ahead, check them out. Click on our link, and you can get a $5 coupon to go in. And Metro Shooting Supplies, good friend Stephen King, uh, taking care. He's got coupons for you as well. 10% off the training class. He's like, you've got to train if you're going to have a firearm. You must 
train. Get your ass to a training session, 10% off. Also, 10% off their holsters, which are fantastic as well. Um, and he does a lot for our first responders and all military. If you haven't gone on, check out the largest gun store in the St. Louis area in Bridgeton over at Metro Shooting Supply. Okay, this is canceltheshow.com. It's a Friday. Uh, we're ready to rock and roll. All right, we're going with this situation. We're starting right off the bat. We bring in Paul Barry III. Paul, welcome into the show. We had you on our radio show as well. How, how have you been, man? Things are going well, man. And uh, one thing I could tell you, we're all, you know, one thing I want to tell you, some conservatives suck. Okay. Now I am a conservative, but there are some that portray this uh, position that they support the Constitution, freedoms, and then they vote and do otherwise. And honestly, damn, uh, you're coming strong right out of well, the gate. Well, I'm just telling the truth. I mean, look, Vic. You know, we've all been through it, and we we live. Before we get to the crime and everything, I want to talk a little bit about cancel culture. Okay, because that's what this show is about. And that's why I champion it. That's why I love it. Uh, it was a host that says, you know what, you're not going to silence me. You're not going to put baby in the corner. And he got up and swung. So the one thing I'll tell you is if you look at this region, you look at people like Jamie Allman, you look at people like Mark Cox, you Vic yourself. There is a structure when it comes to financing shows. There's a structure as far as distribution where they're trying to silence us. Social media, they're doing it there. Uh, you know, look at what's happening with like Twitter wasn't enough. Facebook says we have to create a liberal Twitter. So, you know, you can feel safe when you say what you got to say. So let's get into St. Louis a little bit. Hey, first of all, can you remind people who you are? And oh, what yeah. You got thank going you. On just to make sure. Oh, people- no, absolutely. So my name is Paul Berry III. I'm a small businessman, part time media uh, personality. But most importantly, I've been your candidate for St. Louis County executive uh, against Sam Page and Steve, Steve Stinger. Uh, One of the reasons I became a Republican over a decade ago is I looked at what was happening and just trying to figure out, you know, why is our, you know, community just crumbling? You know, I was running a bail bondsman company and uh, I went through some real serious health (laughs) issues. Right. And, you know, sort of had to bail myself back, never went to the government. And while I was sick, I just started learning about things I never paid attention to. And what the government was doing as far as who they decided to help. And there are people that were just living on what I call professional poverty. Well, our, our, our resident uh, Democrat, Democrat Drew, says you're a loser. Oh, I'm not worried about that. They, you probably reached the Post-Dispatch. <laughs> or he's a Democrat. Yeah, he, he is, is a Democrat. Democrat. Oh, he's a Democrat. Hey, how you doing, Drew? And if you're, His if, name is Drew. If you're a black man and you're not a Democrat... He considers you a loser. Yeah, so I'm sure he has a daishiki <laughs> on going through Northside handing out turkeys. Uh, but hey, Drew, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm not worried about anybody calling me a loser because one thing I can tell you, uh, we win when we go after what I call failed <clears throat> policies. So I want to talk a little bit about St. Louis, some things that you probably don't get to hear on your normal mainstream media. Uh, one of them have no idea what they're talking about and they read other stories and they report on what they read on other stories. 15% just don't have enough time. You know, if you're on a regular radio station, get four minutes, you get six minutes. You know, when I used to do uh, interviews with uh, Vic on TV, it'd be a a minute and a half sometimes. Yeah. A minute and a half. Yeah. I mean, they don't give you long. So I want to go and talk about 
what's going on in St. Louis, just from my perspective. And, the, and another thing on my background, I ran a pretty significant bail bondsman company for years, and I have real insight to what's driving the crime. The current thing that's going on, and I'm going to go a little bit re reverse chronological order to keep everybody up, but there is a new initiative petition to allow local jurisdictions to set gun laws in a permitting process. Why is that a bad idea? Because the state of Missouri has a constitution. That constitution says A, B, C, D, these different issues. That constitution should apply to all Missourians equally. It doesn't matter what your zip code is, okay? And I don't care what the issue is. It doesn't matter to me. We have to get to this point, and you can't argue, well, I'm against affirmative action because it's not talking about everybody being fair, and then say, oh, well, city of St. Louis, St. Louis County, make all your own gun laws that you want. You know, I give you guys a little bit of history. So everybody knows in this room who Al Sharpton is. Well, I was a reverse point guy on MSNPC for a while, and I used to do a show a lot. And I'm going to tell you what I told Al Sharpton in a very heated debate on national TV. We were talking about gun rights, and he was saying that, you know, African-Americans, I said, are you saying black people are not responsible enough to own guns? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Are you saying that black people should have different gun rights than white people? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. You see, their own bull crap can't even keep up to this liberal agenda. Now, I don't quote Malcolm X much, but I'm going to do that in this conversation because we get to really dive into some things. But he said that the white liberal is the most dangerous thing in this country. He did say that. Yeah, and I read it, and, and, and then I heard it, you know, when, when we got to the age of having, you know, video and, you know, YouTube and all of that. But he's correct on this. You know, let's, you know, get into a little bit about race issues. I am a person, and I'm a little bit different than my Republican Party on this. I don't care who you date, okay? It just doesn't bother me that much. As an African-American, I grew up in the worst word that you could be called is punk, okay? that You could say anything you want to a person, but if you got called uh, the fag word or punk or the, you know, feminine, that was, those were fighting words. And, you know, I tell you a story. Uh, went to college, played football, blew out my knee, was finishing up at Amstel, and I'll never forget it. It was a blizzard. And I had a young family. I was living in college family housing, uh, just trying to finish up my degree. And we had the worst snowstorm in the world. The metro shut down. You know, my car wouldn't start. And the love of my life and my kid were sitting on the campus. And the guy that helped me was... A uh, gay guy named Mike. Now, I used to make fun of Mike. I mean, Halloween came. He had the fairies, uh, Vic, and I just was like, I can't take this guy. He lives above. He's driving me crazy. But when Mike showed up and he didn't have no problem helping me, it made me look at myself. And this was many years ago, and I told myself that I'm never going to discriminate against anybody. Now, this is where I draw the line, okay? And this is what we should have done. Government should have never been involved in marriages in the first place. Could you imagine getting a license or paying a tax to do communion? It's a religious ceremony. But I do understand the concept of marriage through government because you have things like property rights and to be able to, you know, you have a person who gets sick, okay, and they need to be able to get treatment and, and somebody needs to make that decision. So many years ago, I wrote an editorial called uh, Uncle Sam Fighters Marriage Counselor. And basically it said, look, let everybody call marriage wherever you call it in your house. If you want to register a union, 
let's register it. But this is what happened. Republicans said, nope, nope, Paul, you're weak knees, and we're all in, and what happened? We lost that to Supreme Court. So getting back to more of the, the, the foundation of why we're here, with the Republicans, and especially in the state of Missouri, um, they will go out and they will tell you, hey, I am pro-life, I am Second Amendment, I'm all these things. But when they vote, they vote the wrong way. So Not all of them. No, I didn't say all of them. There are some. No, no, no. no. And we all have various good and bad days. There's days where I may not be the strong conservative everybody wants. We all have our days. But I'm going to give you a real life example of the danger of it and and, and how what's happened. So when we wrote all of this, um, everybody remembers the open carry law. We passed in Constitution. They start passing all these statutes. They put a little provision in that said that uh, local jurisdictions could require a CCW permit to open carry. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why do you need a concealed carry license to open carry your gun when you can do that everywhere else? Well, the city of St. Louis passed this, okay? So you cannot carry an AR-15 or any other gun in open carry in the city of St. Louis. So there's a judge by the name of Jimmy Edwards. He was the former uh, policy director uh, for the city of St. Louis and a former judge. He was director of public safety. Yes, sir. And uh, he's gr- part of a group called Sense Missouri or Sense MO, and they are pushing a, con- a constitutional amendment initiative petition, which means we vote on it instead of the House and Senate voting and the governor signing. The people actually get to decide on the law. And he wants to take away open carry and let local jurisdictions jurisdictions make decisions regarding our gun rights. Now, as a Second Amendment advocate, I can tell you, I have never advocated for one person to buy a gun. I don't, because I think that it's a personal choice, but I do advocate for your right to be able to buy a gun. Um, And why does this matter? Because this comes out the same George Soros playbook that has destroyed many urban cities in America. For instance, San Francisco, largest mall in the country, closes. They, you know, and they fired their prosecutor through an election. You know, Chicago, their mayor got, you know, lost her election. The prosecuting attorney decided she wasn't going to run for re-election. Here in the city of St. Louis, our prosecutor resigned after we found out she was basically taking nursing classes when she's supposed to be down there prosecuting people. So what I've decided to do is that we're going to need to push back against this. So we filed, I I wrote personally uh, an initiative petition that is now with the Attorney General, which gets reviewed, and then we're able to get signatures. Yeah, we got a picture of it to show people what it looks like so they can go there. We're going to pop that up here in a second. No, absolutely. And if I just sent you a picture, Joe, I thought you saw it come up. But yeah. So, So the thing here is there's two things that I want to establish. Number one, gun laws. Okay, need to come from the state level. And I'm going to explain to you why. Can people learn about it by going? Where, where can people find out more? Well, about- well, the best place now, because we just did this yesterday, is to click on, if you click on where it says accepting comments next to it, it shows you the bill on the last page. And where do people go to what site to find that? Yeah, this is the Missouri Secretary of State site. So if you Google 2024 Initiative Petition, Missouri Secretary of State, if you go one over this illustration, you'll see what they're trying to pass. And I want to hit some reasons why this is a bad idea, regardless of where you stand on guns. We have a hundred and something counties in this state. And if we let each municipality, excuse me, county set require this, this one has a permit, this one doesn't have a permit, 
How are you going to keep up with 100 and some counties and knowing what those gun laws are? That's number one. Number two, as you travel. So now you travel through the city of St. Louis to Illinois. You may have a legal, uh, you know, uh, gun as a Missouri citizen, but now you get pulled over and now you're subject to arrest. The problem with violence is not going to be solved by making people that qualify for legal guns to go to the city of St. Louis and register. In this bill that they have, this initiative petition, it doesn't even set what the standards are to issue or deny. It just says that they can. And it also says that they can put you in jail for a year and fine you $1,000 and you'll sit there in the city of St. Louis jail. And if you think they won't prosecute people, so there's a little carve out that they have in that they say, if you can, if you have a permit in your home county, you don't need one in the city of St. Louis, but it's FUBAR. And let me explain. Lizzie Sparks lives in St. Charles County. St. Charles County says, heck no, we're not going to have a permitting process. If you drive to the city, you don't have a permit, even if you're a legal gun owner. And not only does it apply to the counties in Missouri that reject it, but also the states, because it says specifically that it only applies to county-issued permits. There are six states in the United States of America that issue gun permits at the state level. So they're crossed off, okay? And you keep on willing it down. And when I did the math and just sort of the chart, the only two places that you can get a gun permit for and legally have a gun as a non-resident in the city will end up being California and New York. This stuff is crazy. But the problem that we have, and while I rail on some conservatives, I thought I signed up for a staunch Second Amendment party. Why is it once again a businessman is having to go to Jeff City, write a bill, or, or initiative petition, file it? Why is that my job? Because I don't feel like it is. I feel like I lost my election as the guy called me a loser, right? And somebody got elected, and we have Republicans statewide. We have a supermajority. Why am I doing an initiative petition? Do you know that the House and Senate can vote to put something on the ballot, and I don't have to go out and get a signature, which is going to require about 200,000 signatures for the people to have this vote. No, I get it. We're talking with Paul Barry, by the way. Uh, you're rolling because this is passionate to you. I don't think you've taken a breath, which no, is... Which, which I apologize. <laughs> yeah, which is how you rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, you're a local businessman for people who are joining us. And I guess your point is, is that the guns are why St. Louis is in a bad situation. No, sir. I'm, I'm completely opposite. What, you think it's what all I'm right saying, for kids? What, no, think- no, let me say this. What I'm saying is this. When the mayor of the city of St. Louis says, I'm not going to fund 200 police officer positions, and then they say we're not going to use professional bail bondsmen, so when people miss court, they can violate their GPS device 50-some times and then kill, excuse me, maim a Tennessee volleyball player. Okay, when I was a bail bondsman, you know how many times you violate your GPS device? Once. And how much did it cost the government? Zero. Because the person that gets out of the jail pays my fee. Yeah, it was so, the final so nail saying, in Kim Gardner's coffin. Correct. So what I'm saying is this. The failed policies of George Soros are not going to fix the city of St. Louis. We've given it an opportunity forever. Okay. Prohibitions against guns, requiring legal gun owners to register for a permit is not going to solve this issue. Fentanyl is illegal as hell, okay? There ain't no place you can get fentanyl that's legal to be utilizing without prescription, right? Can they stop it from our community? No, because those type of prohibitions don't work when you have an open border. 
Okay, you ban guns in St. Louis. What happens is they take a kilo of cocaine and they tape a gun to it and the drugs still get here. And so do the guns. So what I'm saying, and this is Vic, this is why I'm on your show. The most dangerous thing in this community is false solutions because there are good God fearing people out there that are working that don't like this, but don't have time to follow it. They don't get paid to do it like we do from some parts, right? And they don't have the ability to follow the, you know what I'm saying, the chasing the squirrels. And then they hear, oh, well, we're going to pass an initiative petition. This is going to make my son safer, or daughter safer. I'm just going to vote for it. And we have a media here that is so broken that they won't challenge them on what they're saying. You know, when they say things like, give you an example, they came out and said, a bunch of politicians came out and said, oh, well, we're going to pass a bill in Jeff City, and that bill's going to create a regional prosecuting attorney's office. You can't do it because the Constitution doesn't allow it. I am an expert at what I'm talking about. There's a freeholders committee that has to meet. All these things for things have to happen for the city and county to be one, even partially, even to send a prosecutor downtown. But they say it, they don't challenge it. But you know what they're concerned about? That I got evicted 16 and a half years ago from my house because I was sick. That is the front page story. You know, let's get into a, let's get into a couple other interesting things. Let's talk about congressional elections. Can we do that, Vic, or you want me to avoid that? No, I, I don't know. We're, this, we're giving you time to talk about what's wrong with crumbling cities like St. Louis yeah, well, this and what is, your fix is. Okay, well, let's talk the fix. The solution. Yeah. yeah, well, let's talk fix. Because everybody knows there's all kinds of crap there. How do you fix it? Well, how do you fix it is this. Number one, we take a stand against this bill. Number two, you know, devil's time is the, uh, our time's the devil's workshop. But opening up the community center to 1 a.m. for 15-year-olds, which I don't know what 15-year-olds supposed to be out at 1 a.m. is not the solution. The solution, number one, is education. These kids that are doing this, they're committing what's called live or, or what we call live suicide. They're not killing themselves actually <clears throat> to the where they're dying, but they're killing their lives. A criminal disguises himself. A criminal wants to sneak. Okay, they don't want to get caught. When you walk up and shoot 10 people in front of everybody, either you're crazy or you've given up on your personal life. And when you look at the, if we're going to talk African-American uh, for a second, when you look at the African-American kids that succeed, and I hate to say it, but mine and other professionals, we send our kids out of here. None of them stay in St. Louis. You could ask any African-American professional that comes in here and ask them where, you, where are your kids going to school. And we send them far away as possible because we don't want them to die in this system that's out here. So that's number one. Number two, you have to lock people up. Now, I'm a second, third, and fourth chance guy, except when you commit violence against people, except when you rape somebody, okay? There's many things that we need to get it over, get over it, but the, we've laid it by the wayside. That's the problem. I'm all for criminal justice reform, but when you start saying that uh, a stealing a car is just a, you know, it's not a big deal because what your insurance is going to pay for it. Then insurance companies say, we're not going to insure Kias and Hondas in this town. And then your rates go up. And then it's a, a bigger play on yourself. So education's one. I am a big school choice person. Um, if you have any way to get your kid out of a failing school, great. Teachers unions hate me for this. And they say, well, Paul, you're taking away jobs. You know what I say? Frankly, darling, I don't give a damn. The reason why I don't 
is because I care about the, the micro of that kid other than the macro of your job. If you're a teacher, you're college educated. You're just going to have to retrain if you're not that good. And the good teachers in those failing districts, as they take kids out, the bad teachers get fired and we keep the good teachers. We have an economy, um, you know, economically and even just, you know, processes of our government that resolves itself. But, Paul, it, the solutions you have are good. We've heard them before. We've talked right. about them before. Right. I think so many of us know what the solutions would be for the city. But the problem is, is implementing those solutions. Right. Because there's no one that's going to do that in the city of St. Louis. Right. And I don't personally feel in our lifetimes any of these things will ever happen. Not in our lifetime. Because we're always going to have a, a Democrat leader. We're always going to have progressive liberals running the city of St. Louis. I don't believe that'll ever change because anyone that could make change, they've given up and they're they're moving out of the city. They run, and they're absolutely. moving on. They, they have, but true. Paul, yeah. they have all the aldermanic positions. Um, I, I don't know who is going to unseat Tashara Jones when she runs again. Uh, there's nobody that's going to I 100% her. agree with what you're saying. Nobody's going to... Uh, what well, are the solutions? But, I mean, but, but, wait, the but, solutions you have are great, but there's nobody to implement And them. this is happening in cities all across America. Before you yes, leave, I'm going to run a video about what LA is doing right now, and I'm afraid it's coming to St. Louis. Well, and, and let me say this, right? So what is the solution? You're right. It's it's austerity. They're going to have to starve. And unfortunately, with all these RAM money, COVID money, if none of that had came... They would have been to the point within a few years. What are they doing with the money, Paul? It's just they're, sitting. Well, we know what they're doing. Are they giving reparations? No, Tabitha, that's Tabitha. No, no, that's he's, a, he's asking for a specific. Tabitha, that's a, that's a small amount. Yeah, but let me. The let money me, has just not, been it's millions so, of dollars. So in let reparations. me tell you what's happening. Okay? Millions of dollars compared to hundreds of millions True, yes. is a small amount. Yeah, yeah. So well, me, some of it's going to the center where the community center we're building for the Afghans. Right. We're bringing fifty thousand Afghan refugees. That's still small. It's still small money. Let me let me walk you through what's going on. There was a hundred. 40 million that was set aside for improvements in in north city none of that money can go out and everybody keeps asking this question why are they holding on to it because when you have four aldermen that are indicted okay three current and one that just got unseated they're in there you think they're going to rush to the the top one the deals that they set up we have a real problem down there because the fed they're thinking if i authorize a contract i don't know what happened behind it Okay, and that's what they're not telling you down there at City Hall or the Post Dispatch. Don't you think they're pocketing the money? Not, not directly, but what they're doing is Tashar in a roundabout way. The, the one thing that Tashar is good at, and I criticize her all the time, but one thing she is good at is numbers and finance. Okay, and they're just sitting on the money. They're just sitting on the money. Uh, Collecting it. How much? How much of that money are they spending on their own personal private security? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. I would guess. I mean, if you take all of the money that they're spending, even though there it's a little here, a little there, when it comes to a hundred million dollars, it all adds up. Right. And I think it's not too hard to see where that money is going. It's all going to things that benefit them for the most part personally. And I know some of that money is being pocketed. Well, you can't. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how government dough gets pocketed. Okay, it gets pocketed when they hire the brother-in-law of the person to do the contract. These days, now we did have some aldermen. One took like a, a 2010 Chevy Tahoe title, apparently for a bribe. I mean, literally, I'm not making. You can't make this stuff up. But I want to get back to solutions. The city, there, there are no solutions right now. But we, other than to move. But we, but we still have a state. 
Okay, and that's what I want to discuss. We still have St. Louis County. We have crime that's coming from the city. And what my recommendation is, and I'm working with St. Charles on this feverishly, and you guys are going to hear some stuff on this in the next couple of weeks, is we're going to build out the riverfront in the St. Charles. We're going to build out the riverfront in the Maryland Heights. What do you mean by that? By bringing businesses, entertainment, and where you have the ability. You know, the mayor, Dan, over in the city of St. Charles and some of the councilmen, Unless you're going to a soccer game, a Cardinals game, or your favorite restaurant, you don't go downtown, okay? So you're trying to take businesses out of St. Louis. What I'm saying is this. They're already leaving. Not well, without, we know that. There's yeah, some yeah, that are there. Yeah, and then, yeah, but let me just say what I'm saying. When Dot, which is the biggest food distribution company in the country, has done, a, a, what do you call it, a, a convention here for decades, and they say St. Louis is too dangerous, and they're headquartered here, we're going to Denver, we want that business back. So we can't keep dumping money into the city of St. Louis. There are a town with less than 300,000 people. And I want to walk you through this. They have a national monument. They have a baseball team. They have a hockey team. They have a soccer team. They have all kinds of resources and infrastructure. If they can't make it, St. Charles County has 400,000 and none of that. Okay, but they seem to be able to figure it out. And and I personally, as a businessman, I'm done putting bad money after bad. I'm not paying the extra insurance process. I'm not getting extorted by aldermen and alderwomen. You can't even open up a, a business unless that alderman writes you a letter saying he's okay with well, it. Well, St. Charles County, A, they prosecute. When you come yeah, to St. Charles County do. and you commit a crime, guess what? You're going to Well, jail. it's going to take time. We're giving <laughs> Gabe Gore, who is the new St. Louis Circuit Attorney, a, a chance. Uh, I hear nothing but good things about this man. He's a great guy, but let me comment on but that. But it's going to take forever to catch up. The caveat is this. <clears throat> Kim Garner was wrong as hell, and I opposed her from day one. Everybody else caught up. But there's one thing she said that she was right but, about. It ain't just her fault. You see, this is the problem. You have a mayor that says, again, we're going to go to 12-hour shifts instead of hiring 200 officers. And yeah. when you go on 12-hour shifts, you and I get cranky after 20 minutes, right? Imagine I, working there and we're I expecting, can't even them, imagine. We're expecting them to be polite. No, I, but, none so of that Paul, $100 million is going that, to them. That St. Right. Louis needs to get worse then before it gets better because Eric I'm, speaks to that sometimes but it sounds like that but is, saying, that's not the solution well let me just say this okay the solution is people to vote in order for them to vote they have to get sick and tired and yeah. apparently they're not sick no and tired i, I get it apparently shooting but, 10 kids isn't enough but but this is where but this is where the problem becomes instead of them looking right at their own policies because people used to say i remember when obama was in office right and people say republican this i'd be like hold on for a second your president's a democrat your governor's a Democrat, you know, your mayor's a Democrat, you're all the person's a Democrat. You're where is the big boogie man Republican doing all these bad things to you? And so, uh, so from a regional perspective, okay, the solution is to build out St. Louis County and St. Charles County. And so have, you're saying to fix, build it out, is, is, but is that takes regional. away from St. Louis City. Well, that's well, that's that's their business because this is the thing. Yeah. I love the city. I spend more time than anybody I debate this issue with. I have friends. I have family. The politicians know. I've given out hams there. I've done anything you, you can have. think of. I have. Yeah. Seriously. Will the, will and, the airport but, but, make a difference? We're getting ready to build a new St. Louis okay, airport. Okay, so no. No, it's not because um, we're going to build a new airport. And when, when the people that set up conventions and move businesses and things, they Google St. Louis and they just hear all of this is the airport still going to be run by the city yes of St. it Lewis? is and yes. that's and that's and that's a it's that's not, not going to be given up 
ever. Yeah, no. and, and let no, me tell, let me tell you guys a quick story on that real quick. So Rex Singfeld and his infinite wisdom once again, you know, show up because I always fight. It was guy. part of the problem of city. Of yeah, Taylor. yeah. So yes. he decides that he wants to make it private. Okay, we fight it. What I my suggestion, and this came out when I was running against Steve Stinger. I says, look. Are you acting like St. Charles County people don't use the airport or Warner or Franklin? This is how we save it, city. We put everybody in the region, give them a board seat for each 100,000 votes, okay, instead of the city running it, and they're giving us a token. When they didn't like that, this is what I told them. I said, okay, well, if I become county executive, I'm just going to take it by intimate domain. Paul, you can't do that. I says, yes, I can, because it sits in sovereign St. Louis County and for any public use. And the second thing is, what gave you guys the airport was a Missouri statute. And if you can create a statute, you can change it. So they fought me. Next thing you know, I say this, and I'm in the Post-Dispatch, and they're making me look like the worst criminal. So you don't want privatization under any... I like it, but I don't like it under the sense of what they were doing with Rex. Okay, no... Because if it's... No, I get it. I get it. But what I want is... I've heard that off the record as well. You're not... But I, but, but, I like the, but I think the region as a whole should play into it. Where we should be utilizing regionalism, airport, auto crime task force, 911 systems. But the problem with the 911 systems is the fact that they're refusing to fund with money. And you had a woman, it's a mass, they had a massive press conference about an hour ago in the city of St. Louis because a woman lost her life over the weekend when storms rolled through St. Louis. She was calling 911 after a tree fell on her car mm-hmm. and nobody answered the freaking phone. Wow. Well, nobody that, that's was answering. Criminal. That's, that's been the, criminal. that's been the big story the last two well, days well, yes. in well, the St. Louis area because there's nobody answering 911 calls. Let, let me give you the and one to that. Okay. What you say is completely already true, but what they leave out of that story is that on, on a Tuesday, it's the same damn thing. Okay, they tried to say I saw the story and it was a store, but we didn't have enough resources. But the bottom line is I've gotten a car stolen. I've had accidents. You cannot get these people on the phone as a bail bondsman. I'd pick up a fugitive and they're bleeding. You cannot get these people on the phone. But this is the city's problem. And their voters, they keep voting for this. They voted they for Cory Bush. They voted for Tashara Jones. They voted for Kimley Gardner. They voted for the aldermen. They're more concerned about transgender rights yes, than streets. Are. Yes, they okay? are. Okay, they're more concerned. Okay, so there's no solutions. There is. <laughs> So What's this okay. The, so but, the but you're skip, but you're skipping me. Let me tell you because I know it sounds like you're like my now. boy Eric, and I'm starting to win. I'm the, Eric's winning the, me over. The solution is for us to build something different until they can come and show the region that look what St. Charles is doing. So it's you're saying safe. it's a St. Louis regional thing. So for the businesses that want to come, they're not going to go to the city, but we're right. losing them in its entirety. Correct. So you're wanting to put them in St. Charles County, St. Louis County, so Maryland we don't lose Heights, it as a region. If you build there, it would, yeah, it would have to be a regional thing. Yeah, it has to be but regional. Do, you, uh, but do we t- have but enough me, police to well, take care of the crime that yeah, will come? Yeah, well, let me say this. The, the, the designs that we're designing, there's, we're not creating pedestrian areas because the cool thing about Maryland Heights and like by arena, uh, you know, uh, family arena. Right. There's really no walking, okay? No, there is no walking. When you Zero drive walking. there, you're going to be going to a parking lot, okay? And we're going to be able to keep you safe while you're there. And we are sure. far along on this. This isn't just idea phase. You guys will see some things on this in a few weeks. Now, what does that mean for the city, okay? What it means is that they're going to have to get their act together. If they want to compete, they're going to have to cut down the crime. Right now, who we, is... who? 
who is responsible for getting their act together? The voters, because they're the ones they elected these jack okay. jacks. All right. <laughs> well, and, right. And, and that's you know, and I love St. Louis. This I, ain't changing in our lifetime. No, I, but, I agree but, with Tabitha and I agree with Eric. I agree. It's gotta get so bad now. Yeah, and that and that's the unfortunate part, but that's what I'm saying. Now I don't wish anything bad on the people of St. Louis. And if Look, the Cardinals continue to suck, oh, nobody's gonna nobody's go down. Nobody's gonna go downtown. Down. No, no, I mean it, go down? and while Maybe we're, some we're laughing, there is some seriousness that this the car the St. Louis Cardinals are the only thing that's kept uh this town alive. Eric, get on the mic if you want to talk. Eric's Eric, outside of a here. camera. Come but, here, Eric. Uh, <laughs> but here. Eric needs this, to come in here. He's got something to say. This it's his segment. Happening. This is like all Eric. Tabitha, yeah. you and I are like, man, we need solutions. We need solutions. We need solutions. I, there there, there are, right. are solutions. Right. We know what all the solutions are, but in our lifetime, these solutions will never be implemented. If you if you want to have a good life, if you want your children to have a good education, you have to move out of the city of St. Louis. If you don't want your children to be a victim of crime, you need to move out of the city of St. Louis. And I know that that's easier said than done. There's a lot of people who, A, can't afford to move, uh, B, don't want to move because that, that's where their life is and where they've been their entire lives and sometimes generationally. But if you if you want to live a better life, you have to move out of the city because I'll tell you why there is nothing but crime in the city. I have lived in the city probably collectively for 10 years in South City, downtown St. Louis. Every night you fear somebody's going to break into your house, someone's shot. breaking into your car, someone's shooting down the street from you or right in front of your house, and that's that's all across the city. So, welcome. Man, I've, I wanted to meet you for a long time. Oh, yeah, and we've, we've had conversations yeah. before, but it's good. Yeah. They, he told me from the jump that you're going to be ready to hop in. So, let, no, let I, me throw a question to you, sure. even though it's not my show. No, please. Okay. What, which, what you walked in on is talking about solutions, and my mm -hmm. regional solution is I don't wish the city bad. Okay. Yeah. I'll do everything I can through the nonprofit space, but I'm done. Yeah. You see, why is it that, and I want to throw this out to you, Eric. We go and they say, uh, Mr. Barry, uh, we want you to support a North County Zoo. And I said, yeah. uh, no, there's no jobs there. They said, yeah. oh, we got jobs. And I said, you know what? Young black kids that live in that community, you know what they're not qualified to do yeah. at 18, 19 yeah. is breed farm animals. And that's what the jobless said. Right. Okay. <laughs> Then we take our taxes and we pay for the city zoo. Yeah. And then I find out that 65% of our hotel, you know, our, our taxes, 65% yeah. of our hotel tax goes downtown. Yeah. Why is it that we're not building up Maryland Heights Expressway or yeah. Chesterfield or by the family arena? Yeah. Well, you know, why aren't we looking to put... Because a, it's not the city. No, it's but not why that. Is it, why is the city... Okay, it's like my kid running up my Amex, and she says, "Dad, I need you to call and increase the limit." Well, you're you're well, you're just what you're doing is you're reflecting on what you're seeing. Okay, yeah. first of all, the problem is is cultural. I'm sorry, it just is because we got this cat on our chat line. His name is Drew. He's yeah. this liberal cat. He doesn't ever come up with a solution. He just slams us all. He's been right. slamming you. He is the king of slamming people, by the way. Well, look, but he is just one guy. I've been slammed by better. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not, I'm not gonna say it's a badge of honor because yeah. actually it's a, it's a disgrace right. that people. It's cultural. The, the problem is, is we're in this era now where the people of St. Louis, even though we have prescriptions, everything you talk about, people are like, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Everything that when you, people in St. Charles hear what you're saying, they're like, yes, yes, yes. Yep. But when you bring those prescriptions to St. Louis for some reason, the, it doesn't match up culturally or ideologically. Right. So you're always in this weird, dumbass debate about 
black versus white versus diversity versus this versus that when it's like just fix a pothole right. go dem- um- empty the trash if you see a, a if you see a young kid 14 bringing a a weapon down the street on on Washington after nine o'clock arrest his ass right. take the gun away and put his ass in jail it, he might not kill someone that night so the problem that we're talking about is moot it doesn't matter because it is a cultural problem and th- no matter how bad it gets down there they will not vote for a Steve Elman. They right. won't, Steve Elman has done an amazing job oh, with St. Has. Charles. Yes, he has. An amazing. You would have done a great job in St. Louis. Right. But people don't want to hear that, even though they'll agree, I can't leave my house after 6 o'clock because I might get killed. You know the number one question people ask me when I was running for county executive in the Democratic What's community? that? Did I vote for Donald Trump? And I'm just like... I have a complete laundry list. You guys have heard it more than you guys normally would do on these type of shows, right? New format, yeah, but like the the key is how do you keep the people engaged? And let me ask you this: Yeah, did you vote I, no, for Donald on, Trump? Actually, I did. Good, so did I. So did Tabitha. So did Vince. So no did secret. everybody. And what but, you may not know, and let me just let me cut you off because I think that this is uh, important to say: when Donald Trump was running uh, back in 2016, I was running for Congress against yeah. Lacey Clay. Yeah, they called into Lacey. the state and they couldn't find a single person to help host Trump. He called the venues. They didn't want him because they were seeing it on TV. Yeah. They know I come from an entertainer family. They did a little research on me. Yeah. We got him down there. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Paul's uncle is the uh, great Chuck, Chuck Berry, the rock and roll. Is the great Chuck Berry, by the You're way, kidding for people. Yeah, no, who didn't no, no. Okay, we have we we yeah. run in the same circle. Exactly. So the main thing is is that for me, I wasn't even at the point saying, hey, I'm, I'm all in for this guy. But I was a big believer that everybody should have an opportunity to sp- speak their piece. Yeah. Right? As long as he's not doing anything crazy, we shouldn't be playing those type of games. Now, he ended up blowing up and winning. That was very good for me. But the main thing that I want to get back to is with St. Louis, the one thing we can do as conservatives is through the state school choice. Okay? Yeah, but you, let, me, let me stop there. Yeah, let's talk about because it. Because you're... You're preaching to the choir. That's the problem. Right. Let me ask you this. Drew Collins is his name. Yeah. Speak right to Drew right now and say, I'm going to speak to you, and I'm going to tell you how to fix your life and how your community's life. How would you, how will you talk to these people who ideologically have nothing to do with what you have to say? Oh, I can. But how, how would you talk to, you, you right. already got the conservatives. Right. Talk to the white liberals, yeah. the, the, the African-American community, the people that have no interest in pulling the lever for a Republican or an independent. Talk to them right now about wh- how you would get into office and how you would fix St. Louis. All right, I'm going to talk to everybody else except Drew. Drew's an idiot because he won't be able to keep up with this. So the main thing is, and I'll tell you like when I went in North County, okay, and I knock on the door and mm-hmm. I see two bikes out. Yes. So I'm going to give you what my stump pe- okay. pitch is, okay? Right. And I knock on the door and I says, ma'am, I have a question for you. I says, do you think your kids should be able to go to any school that you can get them to on time every day and the tax dollars that are going to the Riverview School District follow your kid to Panville or Rittner mm-hmm. or Parkway? And I've never had an African-American mother say no. Right. Okay. Then I go to a barber shop. I'm getting my hair cut. And, you know, if I get enough guys during an election that I don't know, I always pull the same thing. Yeah. I says, guys, come over here. I got to ask you guys about policy. I say, do you think white people should have better, more gun rights than black people? Oh, hell no. You don't lost your mind? Mm-hmm. I says, well, your politicians, that's what these policies say. Yeah. They say you're not responsible enough. They're like, 
I got to wait in 45 minutes and the cops don't show up from a 911 call. I need a gun. Yeah. That's why I fight these issues, not because of myself. Yeah. Because I'm fortunate enough. I li- I've lived a good life and I can do what I want. Yeah. I can live what I want. I mean, I always look at it like this. I love Van Halen. Now, everybody knows that I love Van Halen. But what if I brought my Van Halen band into a hip hop club? They would not like that very much. It would. How would I? And I always think about this because this is where politics is today. How would I, as a Van Halen lover, bring my Van Halen music into a hip hop club and make them like what I like? Let me let me let me break that down. I love your analogies. This is actually fun, but this guy's cool because <laughs> uh, that's a real cool question. I don't get those too often. This is the bottom line. Um, what I've looked at is that. It takes a connector. You're right. It is true translation. And that's one of the reasons I got involved in politics. Because I can go to the worst part of the North City, and I can sit at Republican fundraisers in rural Missouri, Mm -hmm. and I don't miss a beat. And my friends will tell you, I don't change how I talk. You know, maybe I'm a little bit more jivey here, or I'm a little bit more professional there. But the message is the same. Right. And for us, and, and this is where the bigger problem is, it's the ref- it's the media being so left that doesn't really show you the sides. Okay, yeah, that's no doubt. You that's know, why this show started. Oh, that's that's the whole. But Paul, point. I get concerned with what you do because here's the problem: you have ran and ran and ran, but enough people are not listening to you because you're not getting elected. Well, and, and that pisses me off. Well, let me well, let me say this, okay? Because you see, everybody gets involved for things uh, for different reasons. You and I have the. Um, have the the background of playing college football right and when i remember during my football days when i realized i was good but i wasn't going to the pros i realized that uh we we had to we had i mean i had to start looking at this you know i started looking at the world not just as an athlete or somebody that's always done well i start looking at the cause and effect of things and and sort of sum this up the, the cause and effect is us being complacent. When I ran against Steve Stinger, I ran against Sam Page, it wasn't for my own ego. I ran because we weren't going to run anybody. I wasn't going to give them because it gets worse when you don't have somebody that's opposing them. Now, why did it have to be me? Because there's a bunch of cowards out there that don't want a loss on the record. I'm smart enough to do the math. Yeah. I'm smart enough to know that, you know, I have... Three to five percent chance of winning. I mean, maybe the guy has a heart attack. Maybe he gets indicted, even though this one got <laughs> indicted after the election. But the point, and he's right. And remember when you look, you keep in that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just- so, so Vic is right, and I'm going to speak to what Vic's really talking about. It's the personal insults that come from losing. Okay? But you know, but no, Paul- no, 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 no. Let me finish, please. Okay. Let me finish, okay? And what happens is people like himself that sit in different rooms. Okay, he right. sat at Brick Tops. He sat in the newsroom. Yeah. There's, there's this Paul, and then there's this Paul. He's a joke, right? Mm-hmm. This is the constant thing. And Vic, being on the outside, says, "Well, I want to figure the guy out because right. he sounds like he's saying the right yeah. things." But what are they talking about, mm-hmm. right? All that shouldn't be the issue. Mm-hmm. You know what's the issue? The fact that we're forty-two million dollars in debt in St. Louis County, and they don't know how to close yeah. that hole. Can I ask you this? Yes, sir. What? Because I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm the resident. And then after you say that, I have something. Okay, to I'm say. sorry, Tab. I'm the resident liberal, as Tabitha always calls me on this show. And I'm the resident rhino. Just <laughs> yes. and but, this is all true, Paul. This is all Tabitha's saying. I literally sit in dark spaces <laughs> with um, with monsters drinks, and I and I think to myself, what is it about liberalism that I would keep? Right? If you if someone hands you a, a, a truckload of junk, right? 
everything they have in my opinion is junk but if if they handed me this thing and i went through it what would you keep with a li- with the urban liberalism okay I'm going to speak to the white liberal. I don't think that the, uh, that the vast majority of the white liberals have a bad heart. I disagree. No, but go ahead. No, let me say. Okay, I've seen the ones they do. Okay, mm-hmm. I've seen that that because I was a Democrat. But what I want to say is this: Antifa. A lot of them. Okay, well, no, we ain't going there, bro. Because that's a different that that is anti. We're talking what he's talking about is garden variety. White guy, white yeah. girl that's decent. They don't yeah. do anything wrong. They don't have racial animus, but they just keep hopping on this side. Chesterfield elite liberalism. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the worst. And, and really what it is, is it's a lack of understanding of the yeah. issues, but then thinking you're yeah. smart enough or wealthy enough yeah. to speak to them. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and that's, that's a good just point. what it is. Yeah. And like a lot of them are my friends. You mm-hmm. know, I, 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 you know, and they'll say, well, Paul, why are you so hard on gun reform? And when I explain it to them, they're like, oh, yeah. Or why are you going after the teachers union? And I said, because Riverview, Normandy, yeah. the city of St. Louis, you look at the roster of the penitentiary yeah. and then you look at the roles of those three schools yeah. and you look at the students that didn't graduate Ooh, good and point. there is a lineup in Texas. They predict their prison populations by third grade standardized test scores. Yeah. That's how they plan their budget. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you got to look at it like this. George Soros, white elite liberal. Yeah. And he feels and it, <laughs> all you gotta do is put the face and, right and there. So, so the other <laughs> part of this, when you talk about liberals, you yeah. start talking about conservatives, mm-hmm. that's supposed to be an ideology and not a party. But both of them have hooked into them for the juice of the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, for us to be so conservative, this is all I said. And I want to say this for the record on this show, because I don't think I've ever got to say this publicly, because the media does what they do. <clears throat> I am not anti-mask. Does that shock you? No. Yeah, well, just because you follow me well. Yeah. I'm not anti-mask. When COVID happened, okay, I'm going to tell you guys this I don't story. care if people wear masks or if they get cupcaked. You just can't force it on exactly. people, Paul. Exactly, and that's my point. And, and that's, that's been my... Yeah, yeah, that's been my sort of my, def- my, my, my whole thing. Yeah. When COVID happened, I got a call. And they asked me to go to what's called the East-West Gateway. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a committee, a council of all the elected officials. And I found that funny because I wasn't elected. Right. So why the hell are they calling yeah. me, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking it's a setup. I'm literally down there. And it's yeah. in the Channel 4 building, just so you know. So I'm looking up and looking right. Yeah, looking yeah, yeah. Up. So I go in, right? And I, I'm late for the meeting, and they're talking about this COVID stuff. And they take a break, and I go downstairs. I'm talking to the chief, the current chief of police of St. Louis County, ask him how things are going. He's like, well, I'm worried about our budget. I says, no, we just got you your money. He says, no. He says, we need an extra 2 or $3 million for riot control. And, I'm, and I was like, <laughs> I said, riot control? Because I really wasn't paying attention yeah. to me like I yeah. should have. So when I went back <laughs> up there on the chart, they had a chart yeah. that said two to three million people are going to die. From what? From COVID. This is a, okay. All right, this is I see. All right, the announcements. Yeah. This is before, this is some guy from. This is like a whole nother hour show. I know. This no, is well, we're doing it right. This so, is deep state behind the yeah. scenes kind of so stuff. So I leave <laughs> right. I leave there and I go straight to uh, Sam's. I buy fifteen hundred dollars worth of groceries. My lady comes home. She I thought too. I robbed a grocery store. She says, "Why is there malarkey everywhere?" Yes. And you bought two new deep freezers and and, and yeah. I told her I said. They told me 3 million people are going to die. They're telling me all these things. What do I know? I'm a smart guy, but they got me. 
Okay. Me too. They got me good. She told me well, not to wear leather thought, or, or gloves well, when I put yeah, gas yeah, in yeah, my so, tank. So, 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 so let me bring it and Paul, you could bring it back around to St. Louis and the city for whatever safety. Yeah. Well, because we're running out of time too. Yeah, so so bringing it back, the key to St. Louis, again, we have to get school choice. We have to get education. We have to get the basics of criminal justice. Again, you can't just keep letting these people go. They're not even chasing people. Our police yeah. officers don't feel supported. Mm-hmm. If you think on your job, if you put your foot to the side that you're going to get fired, you're not going to put your foot to the side. Yeah. And that's any of us. Yeah. And we're not letting them do their job. Yeah. And honestly, you know... Parson, being former law enforcement, I like to see him take a, a you know, I, I, we're political allies and all, but I like to see him take a, a heavier hand in this. But but he can't because if you if you know Governor Parson, you and something that I have stood up for Governor Parson for for a long time is he governs the state as he should govern the state. He believes in the Constitution, and the Constitution states that we have to rely on our elected leaders. People in the city vote. They elect their leaders, and uh, unfortunately, the people they elect are not doing any good for the city. They're ruining the city. But you know what? Governor Parson, he can't step up because we, by our Constitution, we have a Constitution for a reason, and that says you elect the people you want to govern you. And who do you think was responsible behind the scenes, Paul, for Kim Gardner exiting her office and everything that came through Andrew Bay? Oh, no question about it. Yeah, yeah. So There's no doubt that started at the very top. No, No, but this is what I'm saying, and I am... I would consider myself a pretty uh, known Parson supporter. Absolutely. But in, in, in Tabitha, your analysis of him is spot on. And I'm going to sum it up in two words, okay? He believes in local control. Yes, yeah. he does. He was a Polk, Polk County Sheriff. We've had these conversations. This is where I would just disagree with the room. There becomes a limit, okay? And once that limit becomes what I call emergent, okay, when mm-hmm. 10 kids start getting shot, when industry starts saying we're not going to insure or we're not going to be in the area, yeah. that is when I would like to see a more heavy hand. But what Amen. Can, what I'm with Parson you. Me and you're in that boat. Outside of putting a giant fence around St. Louis City well, me, well, and say, say, if you want to uh, survive, get out. And if you want to be part of this problem, stay inside the fence. Is that your question too, Tabitha? No, I want the or, question. I want the question because oh. it's a great question. This is the difference. There's nothing Parson can well, do to, no, to I, fix this. I disagree because, look, I have done things to Sam Page. I'm not elected to anything. A whole lot comes with leadership. A whole lot comes when you stand on the steps, okay? When I go to the county, half of the media organizations come up and half of them blow me off. How many of you think blow off our elected officials? Or do they all show up? You can bring attention to things and yeah. things you can do. It's not always bills, okay? If he says, if, and I don't want to point this at Parson because he's on his way out. Let's talk about the next governor, okay? Paul, what would you want the next governor to do? Okay. I would like you to look at the budget and its austerity if they don't change these things. It's taking over the state police department if they don't change these things. Yeah, agreed. If the education doesn't come in, because these yeah. things don't just threaten the residents there. Well, and, and the next governor, and the next governor may not be like Parson, where they're all about local control. They may have a completely different political, you know, viewpoint. If, if, if Ashcroft is elected, he says he's not about local control. He says he will do what needs to be done totally. at the state level. Exactly. He and, stood and in your same spot last month and said it to us. That's yes. amazing. And that honestly, and it could. Be be why he's the leading uh, candidate right now with early polling when it comes for the next governor of the state of Missouri. Well, I've known Jay since both of our political starts. When he first ran mm-hmm. for the Senate, I was running for a House seat that was in his district. 
I have a deference to Jay, okay, uh, just politically, and the fact that uh, joking the Republican Party is when I first joined, uh, I used to call Jay FICA, and nobody could understand why. And I said, because he's my FICA score. I can't get anybody to call me back unless this guy, they verify <laughs> through this guy, right? <laughs> But I haven't seen what you're saying from the Secretary of State's office yeah. on elections. Yeah. Okay. So if Jay says he's going to do it, as a friend of mine, I will give him that deference. Yeah. But being fair to all sides out there, I did see it on elections. You know, Sam Page and all these different things that, that we have going on here, yeah. you know, they wake up one day and says, hey. Because you that started with the governor. Right. Well, this, Parson. Yeah. Who's his boss. Right. Well, no. Secretary of State's elected a position that is, he's elected and he is. But that's a whole nother ball of wax. That Dude, to we, break we down could sit down with a couch and coffee and right. cocktails and just, I mean, one topic at a time. Right. Rail for like, we should do that, Vic. We should do a Saving St. Louis show and we could have anyone. Please, that you God, make sure I'm not here that day. <laughs> <laughs> Hey but, hey, but you know what? Damn, I will Tabitha, out, uh, why would you sit out of a savings? I'm so tired of talking about the city of St. Louis. Our country is You're burning. Yeah. The no, city no, no, of St. No, no, Louis no. You have is to look the last like thing I'm hold worried on, hold about. Hold on, hold on. You have to look at it like this. Think <laughs> of, it hold off on. and burn it. Think of Missouri as a piece of bread, okay? <laughs> you have this little piece of mold. <laughs> you have this little piece of mold that's growing. It's called St. Louis, and that mold is moving your way. You better start oh, thinking I've about. I've got to ask a question. You better Tabitha. start thinking about that, I gotta Tabitha. Ask a question, Tabitha. <laughs> I'll let the people out. No, 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 no. I, I can't believe she said that. You're learning from me. I want to learn something from Tabitha while I was sitting here. Now you said that you were, you know, lived in the city of St. Louis for a long. Burn it. I did. My family. We no, still no. have property in the no, city. No, no. So yeah. this is why I need you to explain to me a fledging guy that goes out and tries to change things. <laughs> why do you guys keep both? Maybe. You can tell me, okay? <laughs> nice, white, you know, South City woman that's intelligent. And say, I lived in St. Louis City, right, right by Pepper Lounge, so, and in South so, City. So you have Paul Barry, you have Lacey Clay. Why yes. are you guys voting for uh, Lacey We Clay? don't. You know what? Here's the thing. Ooh, it, it, he a lot of, burned. think about the people in the city. <laughs> Most people in the city don't vote at all. There we go. Most 20, people in the city 23 to don't 25 percent, if you're lucky. And by the way, Corey Bush beat Lacey Clay. Yeah. So that, and who, and who, and so, so the most people is, in the city don't vote. Well, they do they, you, well, who do they you, don't care well, about who politics. Do you blame? I understand what you said as a fact, but then who do you blame in that situation when things aren't going right? I blame state? the people. I, I think so people are I. too complacent. And to get out and go and vote. People in the city, when I lived in the city, those people, they don't care about politics. Right. You know, they're just going about their life. A lot of people in the city, they're, they work really hard. Right. You know, they don't have time to worry about mm -hmm. voting. They don't have time to worry about politics. They might get fed up with crime, but I don't think that they're, they think that their vote makes a difference. The only Democrat crime. who's going to change St. Louis is a 1950s, 60s Democrat who cares about Wrong. police, right. who cares about business, no, who cares. <laughs> Not true. I, and that person will never get elected. That's the only Democrat I think I wish it would be right, but no. That's the only. Can I tell you what would fix St. Louis? Or a conservative. Right, hold on. St. Louis is never Italian coming back. Italian mafia. Hey, let's, just, let's just prognosticate. St. Louis here. is not coming back. Do you remember? Do you remember when Nelly joined Florida's line, the Georgia Florida yeah. line? That was country with hip hop kind of coming together, infused. Right. Yeah. They have to figure out the the conservatives or the libertarians or whatever it is. 
a business-oriented person needs to come together with an urban superstar. They have to come together and say and have. But there's the, only one position of mayor, uh, dude. I don't know what to tell you. They have and to. And Tashara is not going to change. You're not going to have Steve Elman, uh, uh, Elman walking into St. Louis going, "I fixed St. Charles. I'm going to fix St. Louis." They're going to go, "Who's this guy?" Because he would never live there. What you have to do is right? you have to. Well, no, this is the. It's deal. messaging. It's, oh, it's marketing. They control you by your funding, okay? As long as direct signals of the world and certain liberal business people yes. are funding these people, okay, you know what it's going to take? It's going to take for them to get their car stolen. I hate to say it. Mm, no. There's enough cars stolen no, these no, days. I'm talking about it's the guy. 20 minutes of, yeah. of crime footage on what? Channel 2 News no, I saw every morning. Yeah, I saw it. It's like the crime report yeah, with yeah. St. Louis waking right. up with your crime report. So, so look. Followed by News by Paul Barry's <laughs> Bail Bonds Company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I can I remind everyone that they made the movie Escape from New York in the city of St. Louis for a reason? Oh, damn it. <laughs> it was a time traveler. <laughs> and what's so crazy is they didn't even have to to do anything. They literally filmed it the way it is. It's well, a marketing problem. Well, it's a cultural problem. This is not This is a free for all This is not a trash piling. This is not This is not a trash piling up problem. Right. This is not a, a crime problem. This is a cultural problem. Because when the moms and the dads of these kids with the guns right. see their guns in the living room, right. they don't care. Right. And the people down the street aren't going to say anything right. because they'll get killed. Right. I mean, this whole ball of wax that has oh, been yeah. built in St. Louis is Unfortunately, it's not going to get. Well, and, and what you're saying—that's my point. And when you it's say ball of wax, you are yeah. absolutely right. I used the word tornado, and this is what happens. This is how yeah. all crime happens in St. Louis. It's not gang activity. Gang activity and drug crime is very small amount in St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. This is the first time I've heard this. <laughs> it's true. I've heard the exact opposite. So yeah. what is it? Well, let me just tell you. You have Tom. Okay, Tom's dating Lisa. Okay, Tom slaps Lisa. Why? Because Tom has no self-control. Yeah. He has no role model. Yeah. He gets irritated. He doesn't understand you fight as a man and a woman on equal level never happens. Yeah. I don't care if it's words. I don't care if it's mm -hmm. fists. Mm -hmm. So Lisa goes and tells her brother. Her brother goes and beats Tom up. Yeah, yeah. Tom tells his uncle. Uncle shoots the, the girl's brother. These are the cycles that are happening. So you're saying it's all domestic. I No, I'm going to say That's that. That's not what I've heard. I'm going to say that wait, a wait. large amount, and this is through my experience of, of decades as a bail bondsman, mm -hmm. okay? Yes, you have your drug hit, but it doesn't happen. At that often, okay? Right. Yes, you have your, you know, robbery, okay? But most people that steal stuff in St. Louis really don't want the time. They don't yeah. want to hurt anybody. And when you can steal stuff without well, hurting let me, anybody. Well, let me speak to that well, for St. Just Louis second. would be the safest city on the planet if we didn't have black-on-black -black crime. Here, let right? me just speak to what he just said for just yeah, a second. He's right. Here's the deal. If, there is a way that it could get fixed if, if the mayor and the police chief and the prosecutors and detectives let people do their jobs and they did go after these kids and that's their kids yeah. that that robbed the hyundai's that maybe pistol whipped the grandma at this with the baseball game that were committing the crimes if they went after them vigorously and threw their asses in jail because it's the I law agree. then maybe just maybe st louis could have a seed of hope just a, that's it. A, de a, a seed ago, of hope. There is no a, seed of hope. A, for decade, this. Well, a decade ago, or a little bit less than that, um, I wanted to reinstitute a program that Missouri had for boot camp. Okay, that's what I thought these kids need, and they thought they, they need jail. And no, well, sorry. No, well, let me just say this. Okay, I'm not yeah. talking about the ones you're talking about, but there's an in between point, right? Is there? Yes, there is. There's okay. always an in between point. Okay. 
Um, one thing I can tell you, in 10 years, you can change your life. Yeah. Okay? I can, too. We can remake ourselves. Yeah. Where I get off board, okay, with this whole idea of what they're doing is that nobody's accountable for anything. Yeah. That, okay, that's so There's point. no deterrent. Okay, yeah, yeah, there's no deterrent. So what I said was this. Let's catch these kids. You get you commit a felony yeah. and it's nonviolent. Yeah. It shouldn't even be it shouldn't even be a controversy. Yeah, but you got two choices under my plan. Mm -hmm. You go to prison, or what they call kitty prison, or you go to a boot camp. Yeah. And these boot camps were changing kids. It used to be like called Boonville. Yeah. Remember but, Boonville, yeah. the uh, military academy? Right. But, but there are no boot camps to send these kids to right now. There's and there not. used to be And the there's same. no money allocated toward it. Right. There used to be And that's why none of this changes until Tashara leaves office. Right. And then there's this whole long process well, that has to be But these are place. things we could do at the state Tashara's level. is too interested in, in LGBTQ crap right, right. now. Right. And that, well, these are things we could do at the state level. <laughs> Whatever happened to Matthew Dickey? That program. It's still oh, there. It's is it still yeah, there? Yeah, it's still there. That was a good program. Well, it was a great program, and there's many kids that went to college out of it. Um, yes. Where, yes. Where, where Tashar and them really just don't get it, none of these people. It's not just about having the building open. It's about the people in the building, okay? Mm -hmm. When I was an athlete, my dad, uh, you know, he coached. Uh, my dad was a University of Missouri scholarship athlete. He was a wrestler in the 70s, one of the first ones to get scholarship. Yeah. And when I was four years old, he decided he was going to start a wrestling program. Yeah. I was telling my dad the other day, he's 70 years old. I was like, Dad, you have saved a 1,000 kids. He says, yeah. no, I haven't. Mm -hmm. And I started going through my Facebook page, showing them superintendents, <clears throat> doctors, lawyers. Yeah. One man, one yeah. stupid sport that nobody cares about, yeah. okay? Because the kids were learning to win and to lose. It wasn't about participation trophies. They were learning those social skills. So what happens and where I get irritated and why I left the Republican yeah. Party, Democrat Party, excuse me, I left the Democrat Party because the guys getting the 15 minutes of fame on social media have no responsibility of the words that they're saying and what the actual solutions are. You got that This right. is where I get driven crazy. You think I don't know how to say some cool stuff to get everybody riled up? Yeah. But I have to base it in something that's going to matter. Yeah. Something that's going to stick. Yeah. So if you're saying, Paul, what can we do right now? Yeah. Okay. If you were governor, Paul, what would you do? Number one. And we'll and then we'll cut out of yeah. this. So you leave yeah. your, your I'd love to yeah. see you get into office somewhere. Yeah. And if not, we'll just keep doing this until the next Paul Berry shows up and, and, and he can get over the hump. But the bottom line is, is that we know what we're dealing with. But I voted Republican. Okay, and I don't want to hear about playing fair because they don't play fair. I don't want to hear all this. Well, we need to respect this or that because they don't respect us. Okay, when our kids are getting slaughtered, our children attend the same school. Me, my nephew, and yeah. your son. Could you imagine if ten of those kids up there got shot? Okay, I'm, I'm asking you on this on a serious note as a friend. Okay, not in my community. No, 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 do you, do you, no but in know, his but, community either. No, but I'm asking Vic. Okay? Yeah, because Vic was there and we were out there and the kids were graduating. I'm not even gonna say names of where we were, but it was a beautiful thing. And just imagine if ten of those kids got shot and what would happen. Okay, the response that would happen to the government if Paul Barry and Vic and the other guys and the other lady, we would go crazy. We would run these people down. Well, St. Louis County police would respond. Well, on top of that, and there would be the full, but the full Monty of it is it wouldn't stop there. But, 
One girl from Tennessee gets maimed by some guy. She didn't even get shot. She got hit by a car. And all of a sudden, our prosecutor's gone, and we're fixing everything. And, you know, I got 10 kids that get shot, and it's like, oh, well, you know, we'll we'll push another liberal bill. This is going to fix it. So the message I'm leaving with everybody is this, okay? The most dangerous thing is a fake solution because the people – that are good but can't follow it. The people that have the great heart that can't follow it believe something's being done, mm-hmm. so they become complacent. The reason why we're going to file this initiative <clears throat> petition, and I'm going to start doing some rallies in the city of St. Louis, we'll see who shows up. we see who's tired. Yeah. Not even about an election right now. It's about them saving themselves. So, well, Vic, I want to thank you. I want to thank you, Tabitha, my main man that came in late. Eric, Lizzie. Late. I was early. I was early. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but honestly, you know, I came you in here. Really. I came in here in the t-shirt. You guys always see me in suits, but I I want people to understand one thing: that our country is truly in trouble. I, Tabitha, we really should have been talking about national stuff. I called Vic about the local stuff, but honestly, no, you know what? But, 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 but let me just say this: these national, topics have to be talked about. But we national, talk about them on this show. No, we too often. we have major things with China. And, and we'll get into them all. We yeah. will. You wanted to come in and talk local day. You've been like, listen. And I'm like, sure, I'll let you do this, man. Yeah. Let's do this. I, I, wanted, I think we need a saving Missouri. St. You guys Louis, should have a, like an off show topic about saving St. Louis. Why can't you? And you guys that? can you talk just hate for St. hours. Louis. You're a hater. It's just a waste of time to talk about. Ooh, those are fighting words. <laughs> they, we put, and I don't mean that put, against you, Paul. It, no, it is interesting because Lizzie, she's not the only person who thinks that. I we have like a Ferris wheel. I want to go back and say something that I meant to say earlier when you were talking about you losing. Yeah. You know, I believe that everything in life happens for a reason. I do too. And I think that maybe you you putting your hat out there to to try to win or not try to win just to put your name out there uh, maybe that's given you a platform to talk about the issues that really oh. do matter well it's it's given me an education because i because i take this seriously and it gives me an education on what i think we need to do and i'm in my 40s i mean like you know the elections i ran in i'm proud of what i did okay and somebody i mean we, I, we stopped city county merger they wanted to merge in your i city. was totally against the merger right and, 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 and as I, much I mean, as i hate it people do yeah. at some point people do have to have serious conversations whether people agree or disagree about saving the city right. you because were you we were a part of stopping that city merger yeah and then you know then the airport comes up and then this is the thing i i know how to leverage it now they may not have given me the seat but I sure as hell accomplished what I was trying to. You know, going all the way back to Ferguson, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that there's this shooting and everybody's going crazy. And I'm hearing people like uh, uh, Maria Chappelle Nadell doing crazy stuff. And I started looking she at is as crazy. a bail bondsman. I said, this isn't the problem. I said, you're making the population hate you over traffic tickets. I'm not saying you don't pay them. I'm just saying they shouldn't cost th- a person's three, you know, 900,000, 15. I got people on traffic tickets that I can't get out of jail, but I can get out, you know, somebody accused of murder. So the P, so what happens when we always do this, this is the problem with politics. Either one side wins or the other side wins, but there's never a compromise. Instead of saying, we're going to fix pulling people over and we're going to limit the tickets and things like that, but we're also going to support our cops. What I, you know, I give you, you know, one thing I want you guys to consider when it comes to St. Louis. Every year, there's 6,000 people unsolved murders, okay? Six, so, so you got, uh, so you got 6,000 times that by 100,000, that's what, 600 million, right? If you put $100,000 out on each one of those, I guarantee you it's going to be solved. 
whether it's more forensic work, whether it is, uh, what do you call it, a, a, reward, a reward, whether it's more officers on boots on the ground. But people in this country, and you guys haven't experienced it, and I've only experienced it a little bit, when your relative gets murdered, okay, and you see the incompetence, and, the, and you see this guy walk into the store, you see this guy. And not because our police. We have some excellent yes, homicide detectives in They're the city of St. Louis. It's the, the it's the prosecution that's it, the problem. It, no, Tabitha, you just want to quit the break and continue to talk St. Louis for the rest no. of the hour? Are no. you sure? No. Okay. I love Paul. Well, I, well, kept I'll tell asking you what, questions. Tell you what, guys. Hey, I monopolized the conversation today. I apologize. No. But, but I did drive in from Columbia. My two daughters oh, are out really? in Miss Missouri. And when he rescheduled, I decided I wanted to come because I really appreciate this cancel this. This is the future of media. Okay. It's not broadcast. It and should got, be. And you guys is. are just early. But you I'm and Eric you, need to People have, are figuring out podcast right now. Yeah. yeah. You guys need to do like a show sometime that's mm -hmm. like um, a, a non-live show for our library mm -hmm. because I know there's a lot of people out there who would like to hear that. Oh, yeah. We could do a one-off one time. but the main Just not Tabitha. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I'm, I won't I'm be here that day. <laughs> I'm just b baffled I'm by Tabitha. I'm all burning the city down and starting I, over. Well, in... in, 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 in <laughs> God dang, Tab. Your hope of getting a husband is dwindling. <laughs> He's going to be from the city of St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, Liberal that would be as hell. Paul Barry goes to the, the Grove hey, every I weekend. I want to thank everybody. Yes, I saw one comment. I went long on this, but I apologize. But one thing I want to tell you guys, stay tuned in. This is Friday. What do you call it? Free Friday? Free for all Friday. Yeah, we're getting to the UFOs, I would imagine. Oh, eventually. It's about that time. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm out of it's here. But look, thanks, man. we'll check in in a few weeks, man. We'll just uh, see we'll what we're all thinking. All right, thanks, guys. You got thanks, it. brother. Thanks, Paul, Paul Barry. I got that sweating. Went, no, that went fast. That was over an hour. I'm Paul, sweating. over an hour. And I wasn't even here for 10 minutes. Good job, Tab. <sighs> Don't demonize St. Louis. I have, I have the purpose. Tabitha, solution. here's the deal. I don't want to talk about the city of St. Louis anymore. You we still, talked about it enough. You still want to Let's go move to, on. No? We're you still want to go to a baseball game, I want to game, talk about you? female uh, soccer players. Really? And they have soccer okay. in St. Louis. Where are you going to go watch Wait, soccer? We'll take a quick break. We'll show the partners. We'll come back. We've got video of a second guy freaking out on an airplane. Maybe video of Hunter doing crack cocaine again. Stop. <laughs> Kamala Harris being blamed for it. Kind of. What? Now, oh, yeah. We'll get in. I'll tell you that. Tabitha is going to go off on tippers. What is the percentage for tippers after video shows of a pizza guy acting very, he very. He should have been thankful for that $5. Very he delivered entitled. one pizza. Literally. Tabitha wants to go pizza. off on soccer players. We got a lot to get to in the next um, 35 minutes. Soccer players. I, you don't want to talk about St. Louis, but I definitely don't want to talk about soccer okay, players. Okay. We'll take a quick I'll break. We'll be right back. None. None. You'll Zero. Like You'll like this one. Zada. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, Cancel This Show.com. Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks doing the chat line as always, and of course, Projo getting things going. Okay. Eric got mad and left because he didn't want me to burn the city down. I thought it was because he had syphilis. I thought maybe. Oh my God. He's in the. Yeah. Oh my God. We won't oh, talk oh, about that. Sh- sh- he didn't leave. He's still here. Sh- yeah, he's okay. coming. He's, he's coming not. back in. He's coming back in. Tabitha, you, that that would be funny. I would <laughs> if you did live in the city, you would find your man in the city because that would just be like it to find a liberal. And you think I'm kidding when I talk about burning the city down? I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, my family, we have a we have a, an apartment today. I'll cancel this show. City. We it, show yeah. you the live burning down of the city of St. Louis and the start over. It's, it's all just people week. breaking into houses. That's and all right. And, and everybody from St. Louis is now being moved to Vandalia, Illinois, where <laughs> Tabitha Hassel has just purchased <laughs> her, her new home. <laughs> I've got gates. That's all right. <laughs> she does. She has gates. You sound she like does. such an elitist, you white privileged girl, you. <laughs> she I've is. Got she gates. is white privileged. How dare you? Um, I'm tired of people breaking into our house in the city. Hey, She's speaking, all four borders, so it's okay. Uh, speaking of privilege, Hunter Biden uh, and the White House. 
Um, did you guys see the video of him allegedly maybe being caught yes. on video doing some? I think he does it on purpose to to. Don't you think he does it on purpose because he knows we're watching and he knows we'll talk. You really about think he did he's it right behind his yes. mom. This is one of the dumbest. This is one of the dumbest people we have ever seen in the public eye. It's he not about dumb. being intelligent. It's about him irking the public because he's he dumb. knows. We're watching it. He knows we're going to talk about it. No pun intended. And he wants to be in the of attention. Um, brat. No, no pun intended, but I think he's dumber than a who? box of rocks. Who I just got here. <laughs> we were talking about you that way. It, it was it was, it was was Biden. Can you find Biden it, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> we're looking. We're looking. You know, Drew, Drew's like, every time I know bring him up, because I get a kick out of it. Nope. Is that it? But he, uh, all right. He he reminds me of the guy that is always defending the the Florida Marlins yeah. or the the right. worst or the worst right. team in the NFL. Yeah, he just is like is. he's he can't. He's like the he's like when what was that movie the Wild Thing or what the with Bob Euchre what was that with the with the Indians? How are you comparing him to? Uh, he's well, it's the, a good analogy. Drew is like the cats in the in the upper deck that had the little drums and and always uh, rooting for the Indians. He's more like that. What was that? What was he's that more movie? like that scrungy alley cat that's just trying to start trouble. No, it's just you're you're, you're rooting for the loser. Yeah, yeah the he time. likes it. Yeah, I think he likes that. It's like Trump is the, the Trump is like the Yankees coming into so is yeah, he can't. He can't, he can't <laughs> help himself did hunter get caught doing some more crack cocaine or i should say just cocaine what are you talking about check it out need you guys to weigh in on this one did c-span just catch hunter biden on cocaine get some oh are they gonna zoom in on that joe oh yeah yeah you can see it he looks uneasy yeah oh my god where's my head now watch his nose There he goes, <laughs> right behind Jill. I'm just saying it would explain uh, a lot. Well, it is interesting because now the White House is saying that there was no way it could have been Hunter because it was on the other side of the house where he doesn't have access. But they did say, guess who has primary access to where it was found? Who? The Vice President. Of course. And oh. this is coming from CNN. They even alleged... That Kamala, well, that's where Kamala Harris spends most of her time. I mean, time. she doesn't have anything else to do. So she's just up there smoking she's crack like, all day long. She's on email duty, so maybe she's just so bored. To, let me get this straight. To so get into the White heads. House, to get into the White House, arguably one of the top three most secure places on the planet Earth. They Is don't, it really? They don't have bomb sniffing, drug sniffing dogs to get into not, any access. Well that they do, but they not, don't that, not have there, metal not detectors. They don't have they, do. they don't have pat downs of people that are coming through Well they do. And if that is the case they have all those things. if that is the case <laughs> they actually have all those things. If that is the case <laughs> Who, who you have to know someone pretty high up to be that brazen <laughs> to be able to put a bag of cocaine in your mm-hmm. pocket or your bag or whatever it is to say I'm going to use this later in one of the White House bathrooms. It means that yeah. somebody is so coming th- in so the you gotta, other you gotta door. You got to think about that for a second. Is it, it is it a staffer? No, I don't think a staffer no, would be Hunter that Biden. stupid. 
I think it's Hunter Biden for sure because, number one, President Trump had a good point in his Truth Social tweet that if it was anybody else, we'd already know because there's cameras everywhere. They're just doing anything they can to deflect the fact that they've got a bunch of stoners in the White House. Kaylee Ann McManney brought this up as well. She's like, there are cameras at every single angle. Major League. She says everybody knows who did it. Every they know and they're not telling us on purpose. This gotta, is not a conspiracy. We don't know theory. that for sure. It's gotta be <laughs> it's gotta be worse than a casino in there as far as cameras. Go. You would think so, Joe. So here's how it would work. In and my you house, would see right? the bag of I've got coke four fall out of I've somebody's got, pocket. I've got four cameras in my house. Five. Here's how it would work. I would low well, okay, see, so let's see. The, the cocaine is over there. I can see it with that camera. All right, awesome. I'm gonna back scrub it because Why do you have all those cameras in your house? Because I don't trust you. Um I <laughs> he's afraid you're I gonna would, come I over. would scrub it backwards. <laughs> I, might. I would might. scrub it backwards. Right. And I would have it I would have someone that's you know, an entry level guy spend all day. I need you to find out where that cocaine came from. Yeah. He would find it, he would report it to his boss. His boss would then figure out a way to conceal it from the rest of the world. Correct. That's how it works. Yeah. Because we, we know who it is. We absolutely know who yeah. it is. So you because think this is all just a big, giant distraction? All of it is. I don't think it's a... Di- it's who cocaine really in the White House. Who yeah. cares if there's cocaine in the White House? I don't care. Do you care? I could care less. I oh, I care You can find a bag of cocaine walking down the city streets in St. Louis. Tabitha, but you're, that's the Tabitha, White House. You're just, I do care if there's cocaine in the White House. It's the effing yeah, White House. Yeah, it's effing Joe Biden. It's effing Hunter Biden. Do you Biden. think there hasn't With been cocaine in the White House? If you needed to go do a line, there's a Starbucks down the street. Knock yourself out. It's a have distraction. Fun. They want everybody to talk about it. What do you have to say, Joe? That's a good point. You really think this is the first time there's cocaine in the White House? Does it matter? The first time it was found. No, exactly, Joe. The first time, no. The first time it was not found, it's the first time it's been in the media. Yeah. Because I can okay. guarantee you, they probably find stuff all the time. Sure. That's why they do these checks. But we have to remember, how was the cocaine found? The the Secret Service, I believe it was the Secret Service, was doing a security <laughs> check, which they said they do randomly. Why? Because they probably find stuff like this all the time. You don't think those people are in there doing well, cocaine yeah. and well, all Well, George kinds Bush of drugs. lived there, so hell yeah, there was cocaine they in the White want, House. Look at all the stuff that has probably been in and out of the White House. They want this to be in the media because they want to distract us. And they're doing a great job of it, aren't they? Distract from what? Distract from all of the craziness. No, give me no, one This is another one of them. What are you talking distracting? Uh, oh, there's like a hundred different this things. This is going to be in a, in a political things. ad campaign in about... Yeah, eight months. It's gonna be I tell you the what. White House has cocaine in their midst. Hunter Biden has done crack. <laughs> his he doesn't acknowledge his his uh, stepkid or his uh, grandkid. I want it to be. Kamala's. I mean, dude, this is going to be part of this montage of garbage that these got this corrupt family does. I'm sorry, it, it does mean it's not distraction. They got busted. Right? Why does they that have to be busted. a distraction? And Vic, why do you want it to be Cammies? I want it to be Kamala's. Why? Because she does nothing else. It would go perfect with her whole persona. Yeah. It shows that every one of them are freaking crackheads. Her, Hunter, um, poor Joe probably would be, but he does. And this, by the way, this is Joe too. Joe one, who knows what happened to him. Uh, he's gone. That whole damn staff. I wouldn't be surprised if, if 
Secretary Booty Juice was uh, doing stuff as well. <laughs> They're probably so. all doing but it. Democrats do a lot of drugs. They're probably all doing it. I don't even care. Yeah. So anyway, we wanted to touch upon that. They have now said, there's no way they don't even have access. Here's what it is. Here's the problem. And if Hunter would have you know went over the... there, the cameras would have shown him oh, on that God. side of the Here's building. Here's the problem. So we're not seeing video of anything. Go Here's... to Napoli on a Friday night. Here... Here's the problem, Lizzie. <laughs> okay, what's the problem? Let's there, fix there, the problem Watch here. this. Watch this. Okay. 19, let's say 1984. Hey, Lizzie, I just saw a news report. There was They found cocaine in the in the White House. <gasps> the whole place would have gone nuts. The Correct. United Correct. States would have gone out of their mind. We would have been. Every hour on the hour, there would have been a news report. Now, jump ahead to 2023. Hey, Lizzie, there's cocaine in the White House. Yeah. Anyway, who about cares? that. Yeah. Did who you cares? See, did you see the interest rates? Yeah. Nobody cares. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's so, we're so desensitized. We are. That's my. We're yeah, so desensitized by these cares. nutty ass stories. But it's like yes. buying. It's like finding a bag of weed in the White House these days. No, it's not. Uh, you you could probably ask. Weed. 50 no, weed is weed is legal, Joe. Dude, you, I find well, I big it, Joe. But weed there's a lot legal. of people who think that. Cocaine and you smoke a lot of weed, but you're not doing lines of crack. I'm actually quitting, but you know. Look, cocaine is quitting. I, I'm getting some esophageal problems. Okay, enough oh. of that. We'll talk about that off the air. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we have a GoFundMe I, thing I, set no, up. No, I, I have... <laughs> it's acid reflux. That it, sucks. It only has to do with smoking. Maybe we can put a party for you and Tabitha together. He's got to do edibles. Yeah, not that <laughs> All right. So, I was talking about the state. Okay, I'm mean, sorry co- to hear that. That sucks. You'll be fine. But, um, I mean, we are desensitized. To your point, Eric, but, it's like nobody has any morals, values, decorum. And the point that makes me mad is that the administration that was just in the office was Trump's. Everybody said he had bad decorum, bad decorum, bad decorum. Yeah. What in the hell is going on in the White House now? This is even way worse yeah. decorum. Well, first any- of all, I think liberals, liberals... And I'm, I'm I'm generalizing, but liberals are very forgiving on on drugs. They for the, since 1960. Well, Canada's making since them legal 1960. Now. They have been wanting drugs everywhere, right? Correct. The the peace love movement. Hey, I got my joint. Whatever. So the liberals don't care about the the that so much. The um the whole they they don't care about the red white and the uh, I'm sorry the rainbow flag being flown because you know what. They live that every single day of their life. But the conservatives were outraged, right? And we and you should be. There's a new thing that came out. This uh, I don't even know what her name is. Some singer just changed the uh, national anthem lyrics. And I thought, that is about as disgusting as it gets. It yeah. that, Nobody, that, makes Colin get, that makes Colin Kaepernick look like a, a, a conservative. It's not going to get traction. It's not. Um, it's rude, though. Hey, by the way, we showed you this video. The woman freaking out on the plane. Saying that person's not real, that guy's not real. Um, simultaneously, about the same time, it was happening on another plane in Britain. What the hell's going on? Check this guy. He literally jumps up out of his seat saying that this guy was crazy. He's like, This guy's not real, this guy's not real. What? And he, he tried to get out of the plane. Here we go. Okay. Why what, is there a big black line? What the, the hell? What the hell is going on? Maybe they have Both too much cocaine on the plane. People aren't real. Drugs, drugs, and mental illness. Yeah, drugs. At, the, at two different places at the same time in the in uh, in history. 
Well, they were on two different planes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it the same time? Two exactly? different planes. No, it was right after. Oh, two okay. different planes. Same day. Two different continents. Two different genders. And they both are saying that guy's not real. Lisa's saying it's mass hysteria caused from 5G. I that guy's know. not real. This is this is something that we, we have can to only talk to. Un- unless we first of all, there's two videos. We've never seen the person that they say isn't real. So whoever's videoing because nobody nobody because you'd have to turn all the way around. Well, that well guy if was it were me there. and I'm on an airplane and I see Vic get up and start yelling from the back of the airplane, that person next to me is not real. I'm going to go and I'm going to go videotape the not real person. Why isn't anyone doing? So that? are they actors? I don't know what's going to on. To freak people out. I don't think so. I, I really have no idea what's going on. Well, you figure there's so... We were just talking about drugs. I agree with you, Tab. We were just talking about... There's drugs everywhere and then people also take like volume and other things because they are scared to fly to begin with so you got drugs you got yeah, but we would have seen that a whole bunch wouldn't we have lizzie we haven't seen a bunch of this in in the decades well, where people are taking a bunch of drugs does anybody have her social media account do we really think oh, aliens point. to see does what any, else she posts i would love to see what the conversation is yeah and and what she said about the we don't not know real her person name. From what I understand, we don't know her name. We have no idea who this other guy is. Is it another distraction? Is there something really going on? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it was an alien, they don't need to take an airplane. They can fly in a spaceship. If that's or not the point. I mean, if, if, so if so, let's if just it's say an alien. What if it's a ghost? Why would an alien be on an airplane? Maybe they're a TikTok social experiment. What if it's a ghost? <laughs> I mean, it really is a ghost. <laughs> it's a ghost. What if it's uh, an AI robot? So Maybe they not, stuck an AI robot on the plane. If it's not a real person, then what is it? And why is it only one person says it's not a real person? Why isn't why does why isn't everybody on their airplane back there looking at this person thinking are they real or are Maybe they Maybe they real? saw a reptilian. You know how reptilians <laughs> they, they they blink this way. Maybe it blinked that. Blunk, and also, blunk, yeah. blink. need more blink. information. If aliens, <laughs> spirits, ghosts. Sometimes they only appear to certain people, as we have seen and shown on the show as well. And, and that's true, also. But all of a sudden, they're on the airplane. I, you I, don't know what what we, you're thinking logically as a human. You're right, and you're right. I'm and trying that to could rationalize. Be the downfall. It. I'm, that's I'm a problem. To we try to think logically, it. and we try to rationalize, but our human brains are so, you know, stupid. Go. Well, to, we have yeah, we have to remember that allegedly there are aliens running around in our country right now from all mm-hmm. the recent crashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I thought you would have taken this since you so badly want aliens to want to meet them. I would love to meet an alien. Jerry says maybe it's aspartame reaction because Tabitha had spoke about pilots that can't have it due to the altitude. That wasn't me. Well, they weren't in, well, the, al- they weren't in the air. They were on the ground. Oh, this is just getting weirder by the minute. You know what? David Blaine can can invoke the same reaction out of people. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy, they, they could be sitting next to magicians just trying to freak people out. But on the same day, right after each other, okay. That's the weird part of it, yeah. for sure. The same day. I mean, and maybe there is something going on. I, I don't, I don't, I can't find a reasonable explanation for this. Me either. Because I can't see any reason why we would need to test people with somebody that's not real. Or when they say it's not real, I mean... What is it? A robot? Is it is it an AI person? Is it a hologram? Is it an alien? Is it a lizard person? We don't have enough information no. to even be able to speculate. We don't know who they saw or why they think the person's not real. Maybe they're on drugs. You know, maybe it's 5G. Who knows? Maybe it's a combo of all of it. 
What do you think? We'll continue. Colonel Muster in the library with the candle. Yeah. <laughs> Doing cocaine. Hey, with it's a Friday. We bring up some of the wild, crazy stuff that's going on. Um, yeah. Joe, how about tipping? Another video that's making its way viral. This pizza guy goes up to the house and watch the interaction that happens. He's not going to be happy with the tip that he mm-hmm. receives from the homeowner. Here it is. Yeah. Is that noise? Fireworks. Hi. Hello. Come here, Max. Max. Thank you. Um, I just want to say it's a nice house for a five dollar tip. You're welcome. Fuck you. Whoa. He should be fired immediately. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I had heard that the tip was larger than that. That it was actually a $20 tip. But regardless, that is like somebody that's obviously jealous of somebody that built something and had a house. And second of all, tipping is so out of control. And I said this to my daughter. She works at an ice cream shop. And people have to come up to her to get the tip. Mm-hmm. And then people have to press the tip button. And she came home to me and said, you know, so-and-so didn't tip well or this or that. And I said, you know, little girl of mine, that is rude. I said, in my day, as the old lady that I am, prior to the whole pandemic, people didn't tip people that you walked up to them. You had to be seated and be served. So now everybody thinks they get a tip for everything. I mean, it's totally out of control. And this guy is just an ass. This is just, this is, to me, this is, I wish that I lived back in the 50s and the 60s because men and workers they were gracious they said yes yes. they said yes sir no sir yes they didn't look at themselves as victims they looked at themselves as hard workers they would have walked up to a woman's house delivering a pizza receiving a five dollar tip which is 25 percent of the overall budget of the meal so it's not 20 percent. it's 25 percent the old standard five dollars per pizza so bad that we could all go back to not the 80s but the 50s and the 40s, and we had that decorum, yes. that sense of getting up and putting on maybe not a suit to go to, well, yeah, a suit to go to work. Uh, you had you getting up and dressing up to get on a plane, mm-hmm. Get, mm-hmm. opening a door for a woman, not because you have to, because it's what you were taught. Um, the whole, the way that we interacted civilized is gone. And that's what I see here. It's yeah. not about the tip. It's about this cat that gets a job, a remedial Correct. a remedial DoorDash job. Yes. And looks at a multi-million dollar house going, I should get a $200 tip on a $20 pizza. Oh, I didn't? Yeah, well, I, he, I feel like I've was, been outraged. I mean, he was fired, and the woman who posted it, it's on TikTok, and that's why it became viral, because she posted it. Now, when she posted it, she also said, how much should I have tipped if $5 wasn't enough on a $20 pizza? She was absolutely right. Actually, she should have tipped $4. Correct. That is the standard. 20%. Here's how you figure out your tip. 
I'll let yes. you, I'll leave it here. If 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 somebody delivers you a, a hamburger to your table, you tip. If you go get your own hamburger, you don't tip. Correct. But if they deliver it to your thing and your bill is thirty two dollars for the burger and fries, mm-hmm. you take the third the three dollars. That's ten percent. You you t- you move the decimal point over and then you double it. So that would have been a six dollar tip on that purchase. You don't have to go to fifteen percent, not eighteen percent. You just do twenty across the board and you shut the hell up. Now mm-hmm. Starbucks is the one that's kind of freaking me out a little bit lately. Starbucks, they pay their people enough. You so still they, go to Starbucks? I do, so shut your face. <laughs> I, I go to um, Scooters now. Forget Starbucks. Okay, go to Scooters or whatever you want to go to. It's the whole tipping of the baristas. Do we tip the baristas or do we not tip the baristas? We were told by Starbucks 10 years ago, you don't need to tip the Correct. baristas because they get paid 20 bucks an hour or whatever right, it is. Right, It just became this whole guilt yeah. thing yeah. when everybody was shut down that if you bought anything from anybody that yeah. you had to tip the counter person. Yeah. And that's what I was explaining to my daughter. Do not come home and complain to me that someone didn't tip you. You did not bring their ice cream to them. They came up and got it from you. But all the computers now have a tip button yeah you know they have that little button if you'd that, like to tip go ahead yes. and tip and and i as out of tip guilt what? i don't ever not they tip. do put you in a guilt they it, do it it's yeah and you know what there's some parties because my girlfriend works up at the ameristar there are some parties they'll come in they'll they'll have like a a, a group meeting or they'll have uh, some kind of a party mm-hmm. and she'll take care of them for two or three hours multiple drinks multiple menu items yada 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 and the person who is paying the bill will say would you do me a favor and put another 200 bucks on this for yourself because they got that level of service so it's completely up to the There's person who buys great point eric there's two things going on one is it expected or is it deserved? I mean, is it expected or is it earned? Correct. So that, because that's we, what we I don't come, like about it is you now have it's to tip expected. ahead of time now. Correct. Yeah, you have to tip as you it pay. It is expected. You don't so even know how the I want to see the service, service first before I yes. tip. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will point. say this. I go to Pantera's Pizza Mm, in uh, O'Fallon. There's still Pantera. Oh, it's so God, good. Vic. Do you <laughs> not tastes, live at all? It tastes just like the one back from the yes. 80s. Does it not? The pizza has not changed. I not guess because I live in St. Louis County. It's the greatest thing ever. But well, the, you should drive over to St. Charles and get you one. <laughs> but when I go over there to pick it up, because I do carry out a lot. I don't know why. Yeah. They have a t- the tip. What do you want to leave for a tip? I go, well, hmm. I, I drove over here to get it myself. Do you, right. you want me to leave? Okay, I guess I will. Yeah, so right. Just, Out of guilt, you do yeah, it. Yeah, it's just a little confusing. Yes. Yeah, it is confusing. Yeah, Tabitha doesn't tip. <laughs> or, if, or, or if she does. I feel like I've talked about tipping so much on the show. Everybody already knows how But I do you it. not tip? I tip very well, but at the same time, I think that... And not that everybody listens to every little word that you say or hear all the time either. I think that, like we've reiterated a thousand times already, is that companies need to pay employees yeah. a livable wage. And if you pay somebody a livable wage, then they don't have to rely on your tip. But what's happening now is you go somewhere and you buy something and they hand you an iPad and that iPad makes you tip them before you're even able to transact anything further. Mm. When I go to, I order emos, let's say online, Mm -hmm. maybe once a month. Mm -hmm. 
And it's when I order it online, I'm going to go pick it up at the window. Yes. But it asks you to tip first. What and window? Did, like, where is there a window you can go pick up a Emo's, Emo's pizza? Most Emo's have a pickup window these days. And so really? you're no. tipping, you know, and if I don't leave a 25% tip, I feel like they're going to be looking at my order. Like, I'm not going to do a good job making this because this person's Correct. not tipping Correct. me. Yeah. It's not like it used to be where you would go, you'd pick up the order and then use, I used to live yes. a, use a $3 tip for carry out. Now I'm doing 25 and 30%. Me and that, too. And it's, you know what it's done for me? And I think it's done for a lot of people. I just don't buy it anymore. Robert wants to know yes. what a livable wage yes. is because that's a wide open. Oh, well, let me talk about that for a second. There's a friend of mine who is. Seriously, a, what's my, a there's a friend of mine who's a either DoorDash or, or Lyft guy. I can't remember, but he uses his car a lot. And I said, man, what do you make doing this? He goes, oh, it's horrible. I go, really? He goes, sometimes I only make like $250, $300 a day. I'm like, I'm like, wait Ca- a minute. Cash? I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't make that. It, it, I, when I was 16, it took me a month to yeah, make that. Well, yes, inflation, yes. that'll buy you uh, three steaks. Yeah. He used to mow lawns, and now he does like Uber or Lyft or something like that, and he makes like 300, 250 bucks a day. And I go, how do you? How long do you work? He goes, yeah, from like noon until like Holy 6 o'clock crap. at night, it's 8 o'clock at night. And I go, you're, and you're bitching about that? You go, you do the math. You run the math. If you did that five days a week, you just make, you're making good money. But it's like it's like the perception of money is getting blown out of the water. No, yeah, it is. It is. Unfortunately, it is. hey, before we get totally out of here today, we got to get out of here because I got to get up by about nine fifty five, nine fifty six because I got a meeting. Tabitha, what do you want to bring up with soccer players? Here we go. Soccer I, players. I think, I ran into some friends last night, yes. and they were talking about how they recently went to a local bar, yes, a nightclub. They were dancing, listening to music, and then out of nowhere, someone is grabbing them by the pee. And they're looking Excuse around me? like, Whoa, what? what? Wait, 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 repeat that, repeat that. You're going to have to give a little more detail on that one. I'm going to. And so they're looking around like, who just grabbed me? You know, who was this guy? And they turn around and it's actually a female professional soccer player mm. who was here to play in a game. That was this last week. And was out at a bar afterwards. Can you and, name him? And no, because they don't even know who this woman is. And so the, here we have a, I'm going to call this a serial pee grabber. Because this lady, <laughs> woman, was hey, running around. Say that again. A serial pee, pee grabber. grabber. Okay, okay. And so she's, she's out on the dance floor mm, mm, grabbing mm. multiple women. Multiple pee. By, by the, the pee. And then, so oh this girl God. that I know was like, what is going on? Somebody just <laughs> grabbed me on the dance floor. And she looks around and she sees all these younger girls sitting around at these tables with like, shocked looks on their faces. That is weird. How then, do they know it was a soccer player yeah. if they didn't because know Because she was like was. six something foot tall That's and, a basketball and had player. her soccer uh, jersey thing on. They knew exactly who it was. And so... This, but let me tell you something. Yes. The athletes don't wear their uniforms out. No, it wasn't a uniform. It was something else. people wear their jerseys. I'm well, she's not going to get into... Lover, I'm not going to get into the detail, but this was definitely somebody that was here for the game. Well, I'm going to tell you, Tab. I just don't want to say who it is. It, that is Wait a minute. So you... That is so you do know who I it is. don't know. They they didn't. I told them not to tell me because I don't want to say it. Because the last thing we want to do is get sued for defamation on top of getting deplatformed on YouTube. And and so whenever this girl oh. went back to her table of girlfriends where she had, I don't know, five or six girls, they were all together. She went back to the table <laughs> and she's like, did anyone else get grabbed? And like three girls raised their hand. And so this woman was going around <laughs> grabbing women on the dance floor. So my question to you is, mm. and that's not my point. <laughs> 
Is it different when a woman grabs you versus a man? Because you know good and well, had this been a man. Well, this is for a women to answer. People then. would I'm have. I'm going to answer it. The men, if, the men can't answer. I'm answer it. If a man yes, grabs you on the dance it's floor, worse. it's different. In it's that worse. area, I think it is worse. Cause it's worse. None of, no, of course, none of these girls called the police or made a, a police report or Correct. talked to the bar manager to get the person kicked out. But if it was a man that was doing this, I really do think that people would have a different reaction. Yes. So, yes. so it's still sexual assault, <laughs> even though it's God a woman. Dang, it is still sexual Come assault. On, you can't run around the bar grabbing people by the pee. Who do you hang out with? Are your friends attractive? Or? Very, they're all very attractive women. Yes. Okay. I are. Are they women? Or are they girls? Gen Z no, or they're, cougars? They're my age. They're women. They're are they straight girls? Or yes, are they bi- they're all straight. So they weren't giving off any bi vibes. No. <laughs> no, okay. they're just out dancing. A Were you with them dancing. at the evening? I was not there. Okay. If you were, would you have been offended getting grabbed in the pee? I probably would have laughed, but that's why I'm saying that that's the difference. I got a gag ball. Damn, I would <laughs> No. I would, I would have thought Tabitha... a guy, I, would, I wouldn't have called the Tabitha's police. Tabitha's thorns no. would have shot out. <laughs> oh, good word. I, I just think, Tabitha, if a guy did it, <laughs> like I wouldn't call the police either. Because guys are always grabbing butts and I'm, stuff, and it, it really doesn't offend me, but there's Guys something. grab butts still? What? Yeah. No I'm so glad I don't go You're out going anymore. To jail, you grab butt. No, I mean I go almost everywhere I go. Somebody grabs a butt. But here's the well, deal. Where's this? That Vic, is, where's the butt grabbing but bar? There's there's <laughs> butt grabbing. There's butt grabbing going on. And for some reason, that does not offend me at okay. all. For whatever all reason, right. I wouldn't call the police. And if a guy grabbed the front, yeah. I would be like, "Really, dude? That's enough." But I would not call. But somehow, a girl doing but it it's to still you, sexual assault. It is. I'm not and, saying and it's I, right, and, and I'm not saying but, it's right mm. either. I just I'm not it, saying it's right. But if a girl does it to a girl, <laughs> that's just they this can is get crazy. by with it. It's I just, just I'd be like, "Girl, keep your hands off." I just think it's interesting the gen z it's not gen z where you're at it is a different thing altogether they do different things they than do we did. they do or they, they for do. sure what if this was they a do. professional well, she had to be younger she wasn't in her 40s playing professional what if soccer this was a a professional athlete yep. that was a man hmm. and he was going around grabbing women yeah, that's that's an assault well, well what it, if the man was grabbing other thing? men in the or in that. The, whatever. Or what that. Could you imagine, Vic, if you were out and all of a sudden you drank a bit and you grabbed Eric's, what, what would happen there? No, I've been grabbed, trust me. Right? But, but <laughs> my point is if a guy grabs a guy, I, I'm not, same thing. It's, it, look, it's, it's you all... You wouldn't care if a girl it, did it, but you all, would if a guy. It's all I in... I wouldn't care if a girl did it. If, if you're in a locker room... I did. You know what? It, this is a dumb conversation because it, everything is so... This happened to me at Napoli, by the way. <laughs> at Napoli? <laughs> When they're doing cocaine? Oh uh, no, I don't know, but I had a witness, and I was like, I cannot <sighs> believe somebody just did that. Anyway, <laughs> I, 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 it happens. Dude, stuff like if this you're, that's how I found if out. If you're, if you're, if you're backstage at a rock concert, yeah. and that stuff is going on, it's a not getting reported. B, Correct. it happens every two minutes. Yeah, true. And C, it's it's the environment. Now, yes. if yes. that was to happen at Coriazu. <laughs> I think that's a little bit different. So it's the environment that you live in, but right? What gives, what, I agree. What gives but. this woman the the right to think that she can go out on the dance floor and grab? I agree, Tabitha. Multiple because women. it's a bar and everyone's multiple drinking, women. and they are. Pro- where is she from? But why isn't she grabbing I don't know guys? Where she's from? Well, well she's not St. Louis native. Uh, guys, but, I got to get out of here. You can't do that in Troy, Missouri. Ugh, she must be no. from Manhattan or something. Like right, that, right. Know? We appreciate right. joining us. Or the us. Grove. 
The Grove. The Grove. Oh, the professional the Grove. chick Stop soccer it. is from The Grove. Stop from The Grove. It. Well, hey guys, we're just speaking the thanks truth. Thanks for listening to this free for all uh, Friday, <laughs> not just in the strip clubs. For Eric, Lizzie, Tab, and Joe, I'm Vic. Guys, thanks again. We're going to kickstart off again next week. We have, what's the date here? Oh, yeah, we've got uh, Andrew Bailey. We'll be back on next week. Looking forward to that as a guest. And um, I'll have to go back and look at the other stuff. But, guys, have an awesome day. That does it for this July 7th podcast. Swing Haven. Swing Haven. That's where I live. You got a pineapple. They're getting grabbed. Oh, I got grabbed. You guys playing anywhere this weekend? Yeah, we'll be at Brewski's tomorrow night. Brewski's tomorrow tomorrow night. night. It'll be, be there. horrible weather. Come out and see the funnel. Yeah. Have an awesome day. Come and see day. Eric. 